What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday night. Dita in the building. We back in here to get us a big girl. Get us a big girl to chill with. And we got a great show, Tuesday Night Titans. Dating red flags in 2023. And I'm going to introduce you to the date from hell. Yes, the date from hell. Ninja spent $500 on a date. And this is the date. This the MF and thanks he gets. Anyway, one of the reasons why women are still single. We got a great show. Let's get into it. We're not going to delay to contribute to the date show. Dollar sign the notorious CGA on the cash app. Bimo Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that should be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious new, 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 new CGA order. channel. And uh, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the Notorious one, new, 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 new a.k.a. Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, you in the Desert Storm bunker with the Black Moses himself. EWF, better known as the Ever Woman's Fantasy and CGAC God Allah and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. I just keep, we just keep adding nicknames. We just keep adding nicknames. Shout out to uh we got we got we got this show going on here. And uh shout out to Brown 310. He says, shout out to all the 304s out here. We love your work. We love your work, man. There's a space for you here. There's a space. We can make this work. And uh, the 304s are proud of their work, too. All right, never ashamed them. There's still some men out here thinking women should not enjoy the pleasure principle. You know what I mean? It's really tough. It's really tough. I got a poll over here going on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. The question is, are you currently dating in 2023? The first response is yes. The second response is, I want to, but I'm frustrated. The third response, no, I have a girlfriend and or married. I wish I could separate that, but I had to keep you guys in one group. And the fourth response is no, dating is a waste of time. And the right now, winning is at 58%. Um, no, dating is a waste of time is leading with second place. I want to date, but I'm frustrated. All right. And then we have the third response. No, I have a girlfriend and married. And then last place is yes, they're currently dating. So that gives me an idea of what we're dealing with. And as you enter the stream, please go ahead and vote for the poll and uh, all of that stuff. Anyway, shout out to Double D Dave. In the building with the thumbs up. And let me check any of the other places over here. Uh, I made, I don't date. Yes, I did. <laughs> a wise man uh, said some wise man. I do mate. I do mate. I practice mating. I practice connecting. But uh, in terms of committing, not so much. Uh, of these people that I mate with, yes, I'll go out with them. Not often, but it is the chance that I'll go out with them. Uh, but um, it's not like the dating where you're getting to know someone and you're taking somebody along and you're dating, you committed, you're looking to uh, progress it down the line. Nah, nah, not no, definitely not no stranger. All right, no stranger dates. I, I just think it's a waste of time today. You don't need any of that. By the way, dating is for young people. It's a young folks activity and older people are messing it up. We'll get to that later. And I've, I've talked about that earlier. But without further ado, we got to tell y'all, our gordita of the day is none other than this piece of big. Oh, hold on for a second. I didn't even have it lined up. 
All right, this old big old piece of thing right here, this whole snack on the back of somebody's motor somewhere in the Dominican. Where is this here? I don't even know where that is. Okay, I'm going to pull up where that is. But look at this snack on the back right there. Hello. Gordita. Ay, ay, ay. Look at that. That's a whole snack. All right, let's go ahead and roll the film here and see what she working with. Tell him, let's go, girl. And he, she on the back of all of that, feeling that whole thing out. Oh, let's turn the music down. Oh, shake that thing, Gordita. It is Tuesday night. Get you one. Get you a Gordita in the building. Oh, she going to tip that motor over. Oh, my goodness. Tell me where we are. Oh, don't pull a look at all that. Hello. Humanity. Nasty boys in the building. All right. Look at this big girl right there. All oh, them ham hocks. Look at all that pork rinds. And Woo-wee. All right. That is a big one. Oh, that is a big one. There. Take a look at them arms. Look at the capacity. Look at them thighs, brothers, the nasty boys. Definitely approve. Oh, that's nasty. That definitely is a Tuesday night. Hello. Look at them big old bear, bear paws down there. Look at them feet. All right. Look at them oh, feet. The humanity. Them feet. Oh, them can crush a whole bunch of I don't know what's out there where they at. Woo. Wait. Look at this brother, man. Oh, is he smiling? Niggas always got to show they teeth. He's showing his teeth, too. <laughs> He's showing his teeth. That is a big one right there. Take a look one more time at that shit. Oh, wait a minute. I got to turn the volume down. Shake it, sh- shake it, shake it. Woo-wee. Oh, man. The nasty boys. She up there, brother. That's look at that fanny, brother. That's not a, oh, man, not the wiggle and jiggle. Well, imagine waking up after that post nut clarity. That, oh, she smacked them, too. Because that would have been that ass. Oh, man. Look at all of that stuffing for that egg McMuffin. Take a look, y'all gentlemen. Here y'all go right there. Look, look, look. Look at all that wagon she dragging. Look at all that wagon she dragging. Hair flying. Y'all know y'all like it. <laughs> all right. It's so functified. It's so, so, so functified. Yeah, there y'all go. That's our Gordita of the day. Give her a round of applause. Give her a round of applause. Hey, yo, chill, sir. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, yo. Man, some of y'all would be happy to have that curdled up, all that fat curdled up <laughs> next to you tonight. Yes, y'all would go in and run that. Y'all know it, man. Don't lie. Y'all ain't got to lie to kick it. Okay. We got a, a super chat that says dark. Uh, Darth Moore says, please do a stream on a study that says single women are the happiest. If you have an interesting study of true love, you coach pause actually did that when that article came out. And it's interesting. Those propaganda articles that do come out. What happens is you can find a study every week that says they, they're the, they're not the happiest. Um, I don't know if you guys know new, 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 new many times order. these medias are running articles. They just trying to save face. All right. They got to keep women happy. Um, and, and if you guys know a woman, ha, do you guys know women? <laughs> Have you ever seen her in a constant state of happiness? Now, she might not want to deal with your bullshit, but have you ever seen them happy? 
like for an entire day. <laughs> just think about it. For an entire day. Have you ever seen a woman that was just happy? I've never really seen a person that was just happy. All right. And so men are not constantly having to be teased about are we happy or not? Most of the time, men don't care. But you know what I mean? Like we have the we have the we have this constant need to know either we're doing good or doing bad. Right. Or we're stressing about something or we have a project coming up or, you know, we're task oriented. So worker ants aren't typically working around. Am I happy right now? I mean, I get it, but I don't. But women having to be having articles to tell them that they're happy to validate them. See, we're happy. I mean, when the next week the article is they're not happy, it's crazy because we know they're not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> we know they're not happy. They simply are hard to please people. They're hard to please people. And once you get into the business of not pleasing them, you can then be happy. You can be stress free. I don't, I don't be in the business of pleasing them. If they don't like it, Ninja, go find somebody else. I really don't care. Um, I used to be in the business of trying to please women and oh, I'm going to get some points. I'm going to I'm going to do good. I'm going to make her happy. Next day, she wake up one sleep. She's going to wake up irritable. Pissed. She's going to act like whatever you did the previous night did not count. She will literally wake up, look at your ass and say, what have you done for me lately? And you were like, oh, remember yesterday I did all of those nice things? And she says, oh, shit. And I did promise to, I did promise to drop my neck, didn't I? Well, since I did promise to drop that neck, if you do one more little thing for me, I'll drop that neck. Like, they always, <laughs> they always try to negotiate. Pure Energy says, what's up, coach? I feel sorry for that motorcycle. That motorcycle was hurting. That motorcycle was hurting. And that... And it did look like she had him. To wrap you in. Indeed, she was in that warm embrace. warm embrace. Yeah, man, it was crazy, man. He looked like he was wrapped in that warm embrace. And them, them arms and those hands definitely got that warm embrace. We got our brother KJ, Mr. Kawan J. He says, free Asian lifestyle for life. Keep up the dope content. <laughs> oh, we will. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that support. That support. And uh, we got a we got a uh, Mr. Mr. Grove is in the building. What do you got to say, brother? He over on PayPal. He says, Coach, I already voted. He says, not taking on dead weight anymore. Also, do you love how dumb XXs are? He says, do you allow it? He says, they divorce rich, good-looking, tall men with good careers who are good fathers, and their life gets way worse, damn near 99% of the time. He says, but I nearly want, he says, I nearly wanted to thank you. I think you meant merely. I uh, wanted to thank my ex-wife for cheating and divorcing me. It's been a blessing in disguise. And he says, and also, and led me to find this space in the MVP CGA coach gang in this building for life. For effing life. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, one of, one of the most painful things that you're going to go through is the divorce, but you're going to recover. When you recover, just look back and see who, see who won. Like it doesn't matter, but see who getting them dubs and see who's not. Uh, ladies do think, and ladies, are there any married women watching me? There are any married women? You guys know you got to get permission from your husband. Uh, I'll roll the clip for you, but um, if, if there's any women watching me, yeah. Yeah. 
if you think you're going to divorce your slub, bump on a log, fat, beer belly, disgusting uh, husband and come out here and get a new husband. If you think you're going to do that, you're in for a rude awakening. Because this is not the marriage marketplace at all. Like people aren't getting married like that. Now, you can always say, well, I saw somebody get married. But the marriage industry has completely collapsed. There are people still getting married. But but if you think in the marriage industry is like it was 15 years ago, it is completely collapsed and contracted. Okay, so you're not getting dudes that are just so dumb. All right, I'm going to marry you and and all that. You're not getting that. So when you bring your ass out here, you're just going to get penetrated. A lot. But you're not finding your dude for every woman that I mess with. That was a divorcee. I would venture to say that very few of them got married again. They probably all still single. They probably all still single. So it is what it is, man. But uh, anyway, go on out there and think I deserve better. You're going to get my here and get penetrated. Let's get to the show. And this is doom and gloom CGA. I think we're here. A couple of doom and glooms, maybe one, uh, one doom and gloom. Uh, what do we got on the on the uh, mark here? Oh, we do have two doom and glooms. We're gonna take you to the new 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 world order. Uh, let's see them saying the quiet part out loud. Let's take you to a press conference, apparently by the Pentagon. Um, and they have a press conference sit- sitting here. I guess they're giving people an update on what's going on in the war over there. If you guys know what I'm talking about, um. Here it is right here. Let's go ahead and roll it. So I will say, uh, with respect to your first question, we believe the war has been a strategic failure for Ukraine. I think that, you know, it's more or less because. What did he just say? Wow. I'm sorry. Excuse me. A strategic failure for for Ukraine. Um, Thank you for the correction. Um, New, 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 new world order. Yeah, I think he meant the. I think he meant it the first time. Let's go ahead and roll that back just so we can hear what's going on here. I think he meant what he said the first time. Somebody tried to correct him. Let me see here if I can get that. Oh man, for some reason my my screen is all messed up. I think he got it right. <laughs> what do you think, if you will? New, 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 new world order. All right, uh, let's hear what he has uh, to with say. With respect to your first question, we believe the war has been a strategic failure for Ukraine. My 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 whole thing went out. Hold on for a second. I'm using a new browser. I'm using a new browser and it is all jacked up. I don't know what happened. All right, hold on for a second. Where is it at? I'm using a new browser and it's all messed up. So anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to keep I'm trying to keep it uh together here. Let's go to the next one since it's all new, messed new, up. New, new, new world order. Here it is right here. Indigenous chief wants to take back Ben and Jerry headquarter built on stolen land all right so let's give you an update of what happened here apparently on july the 4th the massive trolling woke company ben and jerry ben and jerry has been always very very woke even when i remember ben and jerry in 1993 ben and jerry has always been kind of a woke hippie um anti-establishment uh what is the group called it's just slipping my mind um, the Grateful Dead, they would follow the Grateful Dead. They came out of the MK Ultra. They were anti-conservative, anti-George W. Bush. So um, what happened was Ben and Jerry put out on the July, uh, Jan- wait, uh, July 4th. I just saw something crazy here. Let me see if I can find the actually, 
uh, the the actual quote. So Ben and Jerry, here it is right here. I hope you can see that. Ben and Jerry suggests returning stolen indigenous land in a July 4th message. So right here in a July 4th, uh, 4th of July message, Ben and Jerry called on the United States to commit to returning stolen indigenous land. Okay. While the company sparked outrage on social media with the Independence Day Twitter post, the Vermont ice cream maker is no stranger to criticism over its stance on divisive issues. Earlier this year, Ben and Jerry fended off calls for a boycott after co-founder Ben Cohen, Kanye. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. All right. Um, ben Cohen voices opposition to the U.S. Uh, providing military aid to Ukraine. And scrutiny had continued to escalate over the company's support of the LGBTQ plus community with the silent P and the black lesbian matters movement. Uh, is that what that's hold on for a second? Yeah, that's what it says. Um, among other uh, polarizing issues. And uh, they are basically have always been an activist. All right. But here's the deal. As you can see, they the one that started this smoke. All right. Um, they started the smoke. Let me see if I can pull the smoke up. All right. And so they're the one that started this smoke where they're saying in a, in a woke message right there, this 4th of July, it's high time we recognize that the U.S. exists on stolen indigenous land and commit to returning it. Learn more and take action now. All right, they started that. Wait, they started that shit. New, 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 new world order. All right, and so let's give you a little bit of a, a heads up. They started that shit. As they say, uh, Little John said, don't start no shit, won't be no shit. So on July 4th, they did that. Of course, as woke people going woke, an indigenous chief said, okay, I guess if we're giving back stolen land, why don't we start? With the land you have, Ben and Jerry. New, 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 new world order. All of a sudden, crickets. <laughs> All right. Ben and Jerry don't win radio silent. <laughs> yeah. Chief Smackaho said, Why don't we why don't you give up the land that you have up in Vermont? Why don't you lead the charge? And they looking dumb, mm. stuck on stupid. Let's go ahead and read you a little bit of what's going on here an indigenous tribe descended from the Native American nation that originally controlled the land in Vermont, where the Ben and Jerry headquarters is located, on would be interested in taking it back. Its chief has said, after the company publicly called for stolen land to be returned, well, what do you guys think? You know what I mean? <laughs> Lead by example. Why don't you start? Hey, Ben and Jerry. Hey, Ben and Jerry. Listen, you don't want to put the shit out there. Apparently, your headquarters is on stolen land. I mean, listen, if we're going to do this shit, if we're going to do this shit, why don't you do it? Apparently, it says right here, Don Stevens, chief of the Nulhegan Band of the Kusuk Abunaki Nation, one of the four descendants from the Ubunaki, um, it says right here, that are recognized in Vermont, told Newsweek it was quote, always interested in reclaiming the stewardship of our lands, but that the company has yet to approach them. It comes to it comes after the uh, the headquarters right there. Ice cream company was questioned as to what it meant and what it was to give up the Burlington, Vermont headquarters. It said right there, which sat on the vast swath of the U.S. territory that was unfortunately 
under the auspices of the Abunaki people before colonialization, the, the U.S. was founded. OK, that's that's the original statement. And there's the headquarters right there. It added that the land back movement was about ensuring the indigenous people can again govern the land their communities called home for thousands of years, but focus much of its statement on the taking of land from the Lakota in South Dakota. All right. Now they're saying, well, listen, well, what, we wasn't really talking about our land. We're talking about the land in South Dakota. We wasn't talking about Vermont. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> right. So now they started shuffling when they heard that they was trying to get their land back. And they was like, oh, well, hold on hold for, hold for a second. We wasn't talking about our land. I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Now, here's my opinion on this. Here's my opinion on this. And and, and you guys know um, there's some people who always claim I, I always made kind of the, the scene that uh, people think that the Native American people. There was a guy even sent me a whole t post about how the Native American were peaceful people. They just sat around living off the fat of the land, smoking peace pipe and eating coca leaves. Wasn't top wasn't bothering each other. And we know that's damn not even true. All right. They were definitely at war. And there were definitely lands taken from other tribes. And do we give those back? Like, what land do we give back? The original person that had the land or the people who conquered, the Native Americans who conquered those people? Do, we, do who's, Whose land we giving back? The original rightful owner from a thousand years ago? Or what? What are we doing? See, these things are disgraceful. Here's the thing. In war, unfortunately, I'm not a great big war person. I'm not a warmonger. But, of course... If we start going back of who had the original land, this shit will take forever. We know that the Europeans came. They saw they conquered. It is what it is. It's part of how it works. Yes. Somebody will conquer us and that will be that shit. You know what I mean? We will have the Visigoths come back for some reason and conquer once America, the great Babylon, if it ever falls, when? And it is what it is. If we start going back to all these lands to say who were the original people, it would take us forever to try to give back the rightful owner of said land with that being said this is the disgrace for them to keep pushing this agenda and then shuffle all of a sudden when it's called upon task they call the task and say hey why don't you start giving up your land oh we don't want to give it up now we don't want to give it up we don't want to give it up now all right now all of a sudden they start shuffling which tells you that people are a piece of shit out here all this woke propaganda about whose land it is and who came here or who came there Man, just move on with life. Move on with life. Nobody getting nobody land back. And there's only one way it's going to be given back. And it's how it's always been gotten. There's one way land has been gotten. Okay. And that is the only way it will ever be gotten. Well, there's two ways. You can sell it. <laughs> or, yeah, that virtue signaling list. Or you can go ahead and shed some blood. War, war, war. That's it. Ninjas trying to virtue signal to uh, intimidate people. I mean, y'all intimidated the Cleveland Indians from changing their name. Y'all intimidated the uh, Washington Deadskins to change their name. But intimidation ain't going to work like that. Ninja, you're going to have to go on and get that. You're going to have to get the scrapping if that's what you want to do. But every day, hey, look, these things, these little woke virtue signaling things, I think are a waste of time. It just gets people riled up and the next day they forget. And uh, you can always call these hypocrites out. So I'm glad they clapped back. Shout out to the Native American tribe who clapped back 
at Ben and Jerry for their hypocrisy and shouted they ass down. Nobody getting no land back. You're going to have to get it back. And, of course, you're going to have to see the Pentagon with that. And I think y'all going to have some problems running up in there. That new, 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 new world order. That's the only way they giving up any land. And, by the way, um, geographically, as they, you know, somebody said I wasn't a warmonger, right? Um, for me, geographically, the ge geographically, the United States makes as much sense as you possibly can make it. Right. Um, so it would be dumb to give the any portions of the land up. I mean, unless you're talking about the middle of the country, which they kind of did already. But um geographically, geographically, the way you the United States sits, we have an insulated border. I mean, nobody's walking up in here. Okay. Mm -hmm. The only place they walk in is apparently the South Gate. Gate number 42 seems to be wide open <laughs> for some reason. But we have a Pacific, our, our, our land sits with the Pacific coast of the Pacific Ocean on the left and on the right, the Atlantic Ocean. And most of the territories that will come in, they would come in that direction. So um, and they would have to come in with a very, very proper Marine or a fantastic Air Force. And you would have to come in with a lot of people. So. Uh, the United States giving up land is actually not going to even happen. I mean, it, it's never going to happen. <laughs> it's never going to happen. But anyway, uh, Canada can do something, but that's why we have Canada by the Canada is really nothing. Canada, uh, Canada is really nothing. I mean, most of their towns are close to the border of the United States. So, I mean, the United States is just letting Canada breathe. You know what I mean? Like y'all want to be y'all want to have y'all little shit going up there. We let y'all breathe. <laughs> but they can't really do nothing. Most of their cities are very much on the border town of the United States. I don't think there's a major city that is like three, four hours away. I mean, I'm sure there is, but all of their major cities are right on the border of the United States. I mean, you got Nova Scotia and you probably have, um, which one is uh, further north, uh, Edmonton or some shit like that. <laughs> so anyway, shout out to old Canada. Our home and native land, true patriot love for all everybody to see. By the way, Canada land is on stolen land, too. By the way, the Canadians stole that land from the First Nations out there. They stole that land, too. Mm. <laughs> all right. Anyway. All right. They stole that land, too, from the First Nations out there. So whatever Native Americans are out there, they need to give it back to them, too. <laughs> Where are we at here? All right, uh, anyway, if we're going to call about stolen land, man, please. Let's get into this straggling sniggle theater. <laughs> we got straggling sniggle theater. Shout out to everybody in Canada. All right, here we go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Somebody said America, uh, Canada is America's do rag. Yeah, I mean, they not going to do nothing. They pretty passive people, too. Hey, all right, let's get in here. Uh, shout out to Brett the Hitman Hart from Calgary, Wayne Gretzky, all the people from Canada. Where are we at? Uh, where are we at here? Oh, we got Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's get into this one. Apparently, we have Shaquille O'Neal. Your boy Shaq is a sniggle forever, and Moa, he loved the young women. All right, so let's take you to it. Don't ever let Shaq think you, uh, let you think that he ain't out here pulling young Punani, that peace leave. Uh, let's go ahead and take you to the scene of the crime. There he is, and I like it. I'm not trying to, 
I'm not trying to blow up his spot, but look at your boy right there. Look at Shaq. And look, guys, these are the girls from your neighborhood that happen to just be out here in Las Vegas. And you're like, oh, I'm going to Vegas. And they just happen to be. Look how easy it is for women your age, Gen Z, to be up in celebrities face. So you could never like, have you ever been somewhere and you met Shaq? Never. But women seem to always be able to find and get entree. Over there with celebrities. So these are your future wives getting penetrated by Shaq. All right. And definitely right there. Shout out to Shaquille O'Neal. He definitely liked are the freshman. freshman at the university? He liked no, the freshman. No. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. All right. Apparently, uh, DJ Academics is blowing up Shaq's spot here. Well, the thumb goes up. Oh, okay. Just okay. And look at Shaq. Look at Shaq back there, right there. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, let's take a look. Like that. What's up, Shaq? <laughs> My man. Yeah, that brother's starving. White boy, the white boy, like, hey, uh, I wish I can get a couple of your baddies. Look at Shaq. He chasing that tail. He following that tail. Look at your boy. Yeah, that brother's starving. And hey, he right behind it, bro. Look at it right there, brother, right there. Hello. <laughs> he right behind that he right behind them baddie baddie baddies Woo-wee. Shaquille O'Neal said where them girls going hold up for a second he said she's not out of your league she's out of your price range she's not out of your league she's out of your price range gentlemen and they don't mind sharing the top percentage of men. And shout out to these junior college girls. Hey, I would fold. Well, the thumb goes up. And there we go. Look at them red bone. Ooh-wee. All right. And there's another. Oh, man. The one behind her is the one. Mm. All right. Look at this right here. Can I get it in there? Oh, Shaq. Look at Shaq's face. <laughs> yeah. Shaq. Niggas always got to show they Shaq. What you doing, bro? I, I see what you seeing too, man. Look at him. He looking at that thing, thing. He like, Lord have mercy. He like this. Lord have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Oh, hello. All right. I'm with it, with it too, brother. I'm with it, Shaq Daddy. <laughs> Look how you looking. All right. He's like looking at that thing. He locked in, bro. Oh, look, he had to snap out of it real quick because he found out he was recording. He snapped out of it real quick. All right, he was like, what's up, man? Hey, man, leave me alone, man. I ain't trying to high-five your goofy ass. Look at what I got in front of me, bro. Look at what I got. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. All right, he, he spent a couple of chance. He spent chump change on these gals. But again, guys, take a look at what's happening in our culture, right? He said, somebody said Shaq is a munch. Um... Look at what's happening in our culture. Remember, I got woken up by uh, one of the girls that I was in school with in college with. And she was like, I go, I'm going to the all-star game. I tell you this story all the time. And I used to be like, why are you going to the all-star game? You don't like basketball. You never like sports. All right. And then it clicked. I was just, I was just wet behind the ears. I didn't realize that when they go to the all-star game, they going to chase salami. They going to make rent. They going to be around the big bosses. Your rent's due, motherfucker. They going to chase rich simps. They going to put that punani out. So the girl 
That's it. When, when I was in college, she was like, I was like 20, 20 years old. She was like, I'm going to the all-star game. And I was like, what? Th she, these girls are their age. Yep, I was naive. Uh, these girls are the age of the girl who told me that back in the 90s. So she was flying there. This is before internet, right? Barely before it or right after internet. So these are your future wives. These are the girls that's later on going to say, what happened? Where did all the All right, go? and they about to get stretched and they don't care, bro. It's a cold, cold world out here, man. And the truth is the truth. It's an evil world we live in. It's an evil world. Guys got to watch out. So anyway, let's go to the next one. Oh, we got a nasty ass girl right here. Another one right here. Apparently, this girl went on went on her Instagram live, and for some reason, she recorded this interaction with her doctor. So you can't see much on the video. Um, and the doctor's giving her her diagnosis. I don't know if she went in there to get checked out, a urinary tract infection or something, but they ran her pee test. They tested her urine. And the doctor, while she's on live, is going to give her what's going on here. Let's go ahead and plug in right quick. And to discharge you tomorrow, your urine was positive for chlamydia. So they're going to... Oh, um, oh my Excuse me. <laughs> <Hold> <laughs> so they're going to give you um, some oral antibiotics. Uh -oh. you get your first dose um, tonight. Uh, yeah, she probably was in there. I'm sick. My tummy hurt. I'm in the doctor. She probably was like, I'm at the doctor. Oh, boy, me, oh, my. And she got that chlamydia. She got that clap. She been out there getting it. She like, I got COVID. I got a sore throat. I don't know what's happening. They ran that P test. Oh, 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 Lord. And let's take a look at the gal. So this gal is a Millie Mouth Muskrat, right? She's a muskrat, and she's definitely been in these streets. Shout out to her. In these streets. You got to watch out. This is why they don't want to tell you their body count. <laughs> this is why you don't. So I think what happened was I don't think she was in there for an STI test. I think she was in there for something else. She probably felt uh, she probably had something else going on. I would probably say a urinary tract infection. And she probably was in there and she probably was like, I'm at the hospital. Everything's all right. And this and that. And then she was going to get the diagnosis from the doctor. And then the doctor said, oh, looks like you've been taking it raw doggy with a couple of guys. You got the chlamydia. Mm. You got that itchy scratchy. You got that drip, drip, dripping in. Puss, puss, pussing. All right. <laughs> oh, man. They out here, guys. They out here in these streets. Oh, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can get the volume up here. They out here, brothers, and this is a basic girl. And to discharge you tomorrow, your urine was positive for chlamydia, so they're gonna. Um, <laughs> uh, she trying to hide the phone now. She was like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh!" <laughs> man, oh man, you guys got to be careful out here, man. Even the innocent ones out here getting that transaction. <laughs> Oh, man, that thing out there fuming and pussing. All right, let's go to this guy right here. Apparently, he wanted that smoke today. And uh, we're going to call him Ezekiel. And these brothers in Africa don't play. All right, shout out to my. Wait a minute. That's not what I wanted. We men. <laughs> these browsers, this browsers, this browser is despicable. All right, so I'm trying to get it set up. So let's go back. Ezekiel wants that smoke. 
And he has here, let me see if I can, I, I don't, I'm never using his browser again during my stream. Never again. Uh, but this guy, who is uh, Shadaya? Is he a football player? Is he a soccer player? Football? I don't know who this gentleman is. Zadaya on women. Shadaya. I call him Ezekiel. Brother. He got something to say. Apparently, is he a soccer player? Zamunda? I don't know who this is. But anyway, he got something to say. I think there's a woman that got some smoke for him, and he had that smoke coming back. Go ahead and play it. You mean, I like what? Children. Wait, sorry, sorry, one second. So, 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 and, and I like how we're moving. One drunk man is more intelligent than three women with PhDs. Thank you so much. That's um, thank, thank you so much. That's thank you so much. That's um, Mr. Shabai, yeah. or Mr. Knight, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, no. He definitely had that smoke. Hi, yay, yay. He said women are like children. He said one drunk man is more intelligent than three women with a PhD. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. Is he a prince? Is he a prince? Good Lord, have mercy. I got to look him up. This ninja got that smoke. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. Let's hear that again. Play it. Women are like what? Children. Wait, sorry, sorry, one second. So, 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 and, and I like how we're moving. One drunk man is more intelligent than three women with PhDs. Thank you so much. That's the um, thank, thank you so much. That's the thank you so much. That's the um, Mr. Yeah. or Mr. Knight, right? <laughs> she had to say thank you very much. He must be royalty over there. Good Lord, have mercy. And now my man, my man hit three clap buttons on that one. Clack, clap, clack, 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 clack. He says, skinny pop, pop, pop. And the thing goes, skitty, yeah. Pop, pop, cop, cop, cop. Skitty, keep pop, pop. And a boom, boom, brr, boom. All right. And she was like, oh, thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. I got to look up his name. <laughs> what is his name? Shadaya. My goodness. Shadaya. Let's see what he is. Who is this guy? Shadaya Knight. Oh, he's an anti feminist taking the internet by storm. Okay, so he is on YouTube, all right? I guess he does look like he dressed like Kevin Samuels, all right? Oh, I see. He does have some He does have some videos there. Uh, let's see here. Let's see what his video doing. Oh, he is dressed like, he, he said he's literally dressed like Kevin Samuels. Holy mackerel. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can find the thumbnail. <laughs> he literally sitting up there like I'm dressed like a bit with the suit and everything. All right, but uh, anyway, let me see if I can find an uh, image of him. Let me see. Go through the image. He said the team goes. Skirria. All right. So, uh, yeah, he's framed. He's framed as an anti-feminist. That's what they're. That's a, that's what they're saying about him. But anyway. Uh, anyway, he's going to get some uh, viewers today. So uh, shout out to him. My goodness. He's a little bit more lethal than Kevin. All right. He's going direct shots <laughs> talking about. Oh, does he have a white girlfriend, too? Oh, boy, that would be crazy. All right. Uh, oh, here, here's the here's the picture that I see of him right here, just so you can see him. But he is on the internet. Um, as you can see, this is the photo that I saw of him. This is the first photo right here. He's on YouTube. So there he is with the glasses. He's kind of long necked. You know what I mean? He kind of looks like Kevin. He kind of looked dead on him, right? What do you think? All right. He got the whole swag. All right. He got the whole. Where's uh? I mean, he done took his word bar for bar. 
He looking just like him. Check him out. All right. Um. Anyway, shout out to him. Wish him luck in his Crimson Capsule journey. Oh, it's his son. <laughs> oh, stop it. All right. The next one is going to be, uh, what is this girl's name? I cannot remember her name. But uh, she was the one that was um had the baby by, allegedly by uh, your brother, Blake Griffin. But we can't really tell who she had the baby by. But uh, anybody remember her name? I can't remember her name. Um, if it slips my mind. But anyway, this is her talking about her past prawn career. Lana Rhodes. That's what it is. Oh, y'all can't see it. Hold on for a second. Uh, Lana Rhodes is the woman's name. And uh, this browser, this is the Safari. I usually use Chrome. And uh, this one's a little sensitive here. All right. So let's hear her talk about her past prawn career. Here we go. It's very much a fool in most of my decisions. Even with all the success that you've had, you're they're now a businesswoman. You're working with Playboy. You still look back on that and you still feel ashamed. Yeah, I don't like the fact that people can see me naked on the internet or can see those things happening to me. I think that it's gross. That is crazy that you can can build this whole life and you still feel ashamed. I mean, I'm I'm proud of myself and what I've done and and I wouldn't take anything back. However, it's not like I lo- I like the idea that people can view that of me. I personally, those videos make me want to throw up. She ain't going to give none of that money back. She's not going to give the status back. She just don't want people to look at it no more. I don't want you guys to look. Get rid of it. But she's going to keep the money. She's going to keep the status. She's going to keep the reach. She's going to keep the child support payments coming in from NBA player. She's going to keep all that. I just don't want nobody to look at it no more. It makes me sick. Okay, getting throttled and having orgies out here. Trainings. All right, getting train games ran on me. I don't want nobody to look at that no more. It's humiliating. It's disgusting. This is crazy. What in the world is this world coming to? All right, that this can be her idea and everybody could support it too. It's very much a fool in most of my decisions. Even with all the success that you've had, you're they're now a businesswoman. You're working with Playboy. You still look. Why is she working with Playboy of all people? I guess it's the only job she can get. Trying. Back on that and you still feel ashamed. Yeah, I don't like the fact that people can see me naked on the. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the fact that people can see me naked on the Internet. What? Internet, or it can see those things happening to me. I think that it's gross. This will be OnlyFans girls um, to the max in about five years when a lot of these OnlyFans girls, because what's going to happen is these OnlyFans girls are all of the content they made is going to be made free. Is going to be made free. Just like if you think about like a place like a, a prawn hub, prawn hub typically hosts, they'll host old pornography, right? They'll have pornography for anywhere. I think people can upload it. So if you have a stash, you can turn that stash and convert it into stuff you can upload. Well, that means the people who are the prawn stars in the past probably aren't getting paid from this. And it's probably free to see. And I think OnlyFans is going to be like that. So what's going to happen is these OnlyFans girls are going to get their coffers raided and people have downloaded their content. And at some point, people are going to upload their content for free. And and then these women are going to be 30, 40 years old and be like, or 28. They're going to be like, whoa, what, what's going on? Why, why are you people putting up here? This is humiliating. And then they're going to go, oh, people already do that. I hear like on Reddit, 
or you could probably see people's whole catalog on Reddit so you don't have to support them. But this is going to be a big thing. This is going to be a big thing going forward because there's going to be people that have one, one site like a prawn hub where people can upload everybody else's stuff and these girls are going to be humiliated. And they're going to think they're going to be talking like this. Well, I don't want nobody to see it. I'm sure somebody, it's already happening. So there you go right there. That's going to be it. And there's going to be more views of these contents for free than these girls ever made. They might have made $5,000 total, maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars if at, at best. But their content is going to be forever on the Internet. And they're going to be talking like Lana Rhodes. So watch out for that. That's going to be in the coming 10 years. That is crazy that you can can build this whole life and you still feel ashamed. I mean, I'm I'm proud of myself and what I've done and and I wouldn't take anything back. However, it's not like I I like the idea that people can view that of me. I personally, those videos make me want to throw up. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what it's going to be. And I think one of the problems is she's not getting paid from these videos anymore. So since she's not getting paid, you know, they had I think she had a petition. Um, M Mia Khalifa had a petition. Kim 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 Kardashian went on the whole thing about, you know, she doesn't want it out there and it's humiliated. She's trying to scrub the internet. So watch out for the future. Next five to ten years, there's going to be a lot of women doing this. All right, and they're going to be humiliated. But it is what it is. As uh, Reverend X said, I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Yeah, man. Um, even YouTubers are probably going to face some stuff like that. You know, I'm pretty sure there's people who are fans of YouTubers that download all of a YouTuber stuff. And it would not be out of the realm of possibility that these people are could host it somewhere else. Let's just say I ran for president when I was 65 years old. Nobody knew me. And then I'd be like, hey, I'm a plain and honest man. I love women. I love children. Everybody go get married. And then somebody be like, that's Coach Greg Adams. All right. Oh, you, you just thought we forgot. And then they post all my shit over there. <laughs> they be like, oh, look at all this shit. He talking about. He talking about slaying junior college Punani and peace leave. They be like, nah, Ninja, we ain't forgot. Uh, some people catalog everybody's channels for real. I know a YouTuber that claims to do that. He catalogs a whole bunch. Of, and I'm sitting there like, man, um, you talking about a storage, man. You talking about a storage device. I I have four storage devices to catalog all my stuff. So, but you know, listen, some people do stuff like that. Let's go to this one right here. Uh, husband's got to pay rent. Let's give it up to the husband. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And apparently this husband, there's music in the background. So I'm going to have to show you um, without the whole music playing in the background. But uh, apparently this husband has found a creative way to get rent paid. All right, you guys see it right there. There's a there's a uh, master splinter with tattoos all over herself. And she says, babe, I just spoke to the bank and they said all of our debts are paid off. So I have to I have to um, give you the give it to you this way because there's music in the background. And there it is right there. All of our debts are paid off. The husband's like, uh, yeah, honey, that's strange. That's strange. OK. And he looking suspicious right there. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. The house, the mortgage, all of our loans, it's all paid off. How did that happen? All right. And he's, I don't know, baby, crazy how that happens. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't understand how. 
Well, ladies, you don't have to understand how. You just have to let it be. All right. Just let it be. But let's figure out how this husband's paying rent. All right. I just can't get it. And apparently right there. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up for a second. Oh, the humanity. Is he taking pictures of his wife's feet and uploading them to the Internet? Uh Oh, he's taking a couple pictures and this ninja selling his wife's feet pictures without her knowing. This dude right here, we're going to have to give it to him right there. <laughs> there you go right there. Uh, I knew she looked familiar when she lied on that bed. Yeah. Oh, I know them feet. She a flat. Oh, yes. I can recognize those a mile away, man. Hey, rent is due out here. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And the husband's like, hey, man, I got to get this girl. We got to do something. man. <laughs> we got to do something, man. Hey, you know what? Listen, you got to do what you got to do out here, brothers. Your rent's due, motherfucker. We going to give them the prices right, too. That's how you got to do it, man. Yeah, look, look, look. Look at them feet. All right. Them from flat feet, too. Oh, she got a little arch right there. She got her pink toes out. Husband ain't, hey. <laughs> she got a little flat back. She got a little bubble out there. Oh, man. Woo, look at them toes. Are you mad at the guy right there, ladies? Sell some feet pictures. Ladies, get, you got to you gotta do what you got to do out here. Um, I'm not covering Miss Neanderthal. I'm not, I'm not covering that. I don't, I don't cover transgender shit. I don't really don't give a damn about all right, I ain't covering that. Like, it has to be a bigger story than Miss Netherlands. I don't care about no transgender shit. All right, so uh, what are we doing here? We're going to do some super chats and come back to the show. Um, shout out to the husband for being a step ahead <laughs> and thinking long, thinking third dimensionally. What do we got here? We got Pure Energy says, what's up, coach? I feel sorry for the motorcycle. I got you already. Be Real Mahogany says, just to be clear, the free agent lifestyle promotes self-love for men and support for women. If this ain't you and for you, unsubscribe. There's a lot of men that's really, they really stuck out here. Uh, a lot of men are stuck. So we, us content creators are doing what fathers failed. Your uncles failed. Uh, you know, everybody tried to run the simp bandwagon. And what we should do is we need to take care of these women. That ain't working no more. It's not working anymore. So when you have uh, uh, Steve Harvey, and by the way, there's a clip of Steve Harvey raging backstage showing you who he truly really is. Steve Harvey is an actor. We have to know that. So all of that stuff he talks about women is a pure act. And uh, it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do to make it. And uh, as you guys know, he was down on his luck until he found that lane. And he's been able to capitalize on it. But um, a lot of these things that that worked in the past, is it's hard for men to do it because you have content creators in this space. It, it's hard for it's hard for that act to keep going forward. There's just young men that don't want to simp. When we get to dating, you'll see it. Okay. Yeah, he's been divorced three times. Yeah, his audience is mostly women, and he's doing some psyops on these poor gals. <laughs> he keeping them. He uh, women are a major market. So again, I actually can understand that. If I was a guy and I wanted to make money, I would sell to women and I would lie my ass off. It's too easy. D Weezy says I had a female wake up mad because of a dream that she saw me cheating and it had to be true. It was really her 
future of seeing me leaving her for the JUCO. Yeah, please send her the price is wrong. Yes. Free agent lifestyle for now. Yes. When women say they had a dream of you cheating, um, it could possibly be true. But what they're trying to do is trying to get intel. Oh, honey, I ain't cheating on you. Um, it's her trying to uh, make guard you. It's her trying to say, I'm aware of what you're doing out here. I'm going to be more aware and conscious. I feel a disturbance in the force. She ain't had no dream. These women don't dream. They have nightmares. Women don't have dreams. Have you ever woke up and a woman said, I had a dream that I worked hard for five years and I built myself up to a mega millionaire. You know, <laughs> like that's what a dream is. I had a wonderful dream of me doing something and, and, and making it to the top. Their dreams aren't like that. They'll go to fortune tellers, soothsayers. They'll go to uh, astrology, horoscopes. If they want to find out details, that's where they'll go. And then they have nightmares other than that. They ain't never said, you know what? I had this fantastic dream and it was wonderful. I was floating on a cloud. Ask yourself, ladies, you're watching me. When was the last time you woke up and said, I had a dream? Most of your dreams are wishes. I wish I met a nice guy who was rich and he swooped me off my feet. Right. That's a wish. That's not a dream. <laughs> That's not a dream. Right. So, you know what I mean? They be having like wishes and horoscopes and 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 and, and palm readers and shit like that when they want to know information. So if, if the woman wanted to know if you were cheating, she would have saw a palm reader. She wouldn't have woke up from no dream. And by the way, how is it a dream in the nightmare scenario? <laughs> what are we doing here? Ladies, come on, man. Y'all be quiet in here. I know y'all watching. When was the last dream that you had? Like a dream. <laughs> Their dreams is to ruin your dream. They wake up and they be like, I'm going to dream that I'm going to ruin my mate's dream. They ain't no had no dreams. Yeah, crystals, incense. Come on, ladies. Y'all be quiet on me. Y'all holding out. When was the last dream y'all had? <laughs> right come on brothers all right Dwayne Rhodes says work ethic he says in general 10 three hour streams a week yeah man three hour streams doubling up 100 all right we got a woman in here said men don't dream come on man listen Th there's a woman she finally spoke up well men don't dream is that what we said we didn't say that see I asked you explicitly when was the last time you had a dream? What are you talking about? Men don't dream. Now, what are we doing? They dream killers. They wake up figuring out how to kill your dreams. Peaches done moved away from me. She didn't moved away from me. <laughs> Come on, man. We dream all the time. We're dreamers. All right. Anyway, Bob Molly says land can be won or lost in war, not stolen. Facts. Facts. Land can be won and lost in war. And for people to take war out of the uh, equation and just say a land was stolen, I don't agree. I think there's only one instance where you can say the land was just swiped. But they be, they be out there throwing bombs at each other all the time, rocks. They liable to be bubbling over. But most of the time, no. It's won and lost. Barbarian shows up. They, they kick through the gate and they snatch, right? You either prepared or not. It's either won or lost. Ninjas be sore losers, but they need to give it back all out of context. No, man. No, 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 no. No, 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 no.
<laughs> this is absolutely a disgrace. I hate when people talk like that. That's actually just dumb. Look, man, arm up. <laughs> Pro blacks are irate. Arm up, bro. Get you a get. You, look, stop tugging at people's heartstrings. Do you know these people are evil? Who's giving back land? Who giving back land? These they're just like I'm gonna tug on your I'm gonna tug on your heartstrings. No, man, arm up. If you want the land back, start busting caps. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Come on, bro. If you don't got no army, well, no Navy, no Air Force or Marines. Ain't nobody giving you shit back. Crazy. But listen, I'm not trying to. Somebody said genocide is in war, though. Hey, everything. Hey, all's fair in love and war. All's fair in love and war. Now, listen, if y'all want to go to a planet where there's a utopia where nobody going to jack nobody, go there. And this is what I'm going to tell you. This is what I'm going to tell you. Because I'm a type of person like this. I mean, you guys are committing genocide right now. They committed genocide against the black uh, community right now. And nobody's saying shit. But everybody got 2020 vision when it comes to the back. Uh, paying back land from 1732. So y'all got 2020 vision about the 1800s, but you don't see the genocide going on right here. But let me tell you something, because they're committing genocide of your people right now. And it's planned, and it's 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 happening right in front of your face. But y'all too cowardice to call it out because the black women are the ones leading the parade. But that's neither here nor there. All right, I, I don't care about that because that's why I don't care about your 1976 bullshit. Here's the thing. When it comes to this, when it comes to this, when you're looking at when you're looking at uh, tactics that people use, these tactics are a part of the game of war. You can actually stop one tactic and they'll have another tactic ready. <laughs> they'll have another tactic ready. But you guys um, uh, to, to believe that we're just going to solve it by just giving back things and restoring order. It's not going to happen. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I could give you land back today. Here's watch this. I can give you land back today. How long do you think you're going to keep that land? <laughs> watch this. Watch this. This is where you guys do not see this shit coming. That land going to be back in somebody else's hand tomorrow. <laughs> I can give it to you right now. Okay, here you go right here. You can have all of Kansas. By the time y'all move in, I will let you cultivate the land. I will let you build the shit up. I will let you do whatever you want to do. I'll promise to protect you by a treaty. I'm going to protect you for 363 days. On day 364, I'm coming in, kicking the door in. If you don't have your shit straight. So you better have an RV, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, a CIA, a FBI. You better have intelligence. You better have people looking out. You better have infrastructure. You better have your shit set up. Because if you don't, if I don't kick it in, somebody else is going to kick it in. You guys think, you guys don't think third dimensionally. Just because somebody gives you a land doesn't mean, okay, it's over. <laughs> you need protection infrastructure, a military, a treaty to make sure nobody else comes in and takes your shit. But you know, yep, schools, 
hospitals, banks. Uh, you're going to need. And if you're not cool with the people who gave you the land back, if they say, just give me this land. And then they gave it to you and they were like, OK, have it. Dude, this will be a wrap. The great coach Alini has spoken. I'm just telling you, man, people need to think about this shit. And not only that, think about who surrounds you. If they gave you a piece of land, who surrounds you? We talked about Canada. Canada's our do-rag. Do you have allies? If I gave you land, do you have allies? If I gave you land, do you have allies? Probably not. What if you wanted to expand the land because you had too many people there? Can you expand? If you can expand, what does it take to expand? A treaty? War? I mean... You ain't got no allies, no nothing. They just think they're just going to be on land just sitting there. I mean, <laughs> oh, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, here's another one. Uh, and I talked about this. Terrell's talking about it. Do you have any trade? Do you have anything to trade? So we talked about this. Thank you for reminding me. You need trade. Everybody trades something. India has always traded spices. All right. Asia has already always trade rice. Okay. We trade wheat, cotton, and shit like this, right? And weapons. What are you going to trade? Mm. What are you going to trade? Basketball players? <laughs> like <laughs> weed? What are you going to trade? You ain't got no gold, no silver. You ain't got no trade. You ain't got no book. Like, do you have an armory? Do you have a currency? People don't be thinking, man. Like, like, think about this. What are you going to He said, use Jordans. Think about it. We can't just give people land and be like, okay, we gave them land. All right, well, who's going to defend? Who's going to defend them? And here's another thing that happens. Because um, let's say I give you land back. And let's say you didn't like me and you said, give me my land and you took it back. What if you have allies or allegiances with people we don't have, like the United States? Um, you you ally with enemies. I don't know if you know, but Louis Farrakhan had this situation um, come up. In which Louis, Louis Farrakhan at the time, shout out to the nation. He was talking about having being self-sufficient and having land. Now, his allies, one of his main allies that people America was worried about was Libya. And Muammar Gaddafi. So if in fact, let's just take it on the face value. If in fact, America said, here, here's your land. Take the nation of Islam and all your black people in the millionaire march. Uh, roll over there. All right. And then they tucked over there. And then and then you ally with a enemy of the people who gave you the land. Bruh. Why would they do that? They're going to just come in and blow you up first. I mean, we've had this with the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> he said we're going to trade the uh, mouthpieces. We had this with the Cuban Missile Crisis. The fact that Cuba allied with uh, communist Russia, USSR, and they were that close to us to be able to arm up rockets right there. The U.S. had to put that shit out. They were like, nah. They're going to have to figure out how to make that not happen. So, it's not as just simple as just give back the land. It's not. <laughs> it's not. So uh, anyway, I, I hate when people talk like that because it's so surface level. It's so completely surface level. It don't even handle everything. It don't handle nothing. It solves no problems. It actually going to create a problem for the people who are giving the land. <laughs>
anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, man, just think just think about it long term before we get into these arguments, because it's just it, it, it solves nothing. It's all low IQ, low frequency shit. Because really, man, I mean, everybody, everybody's land is vulnerable to the next. And you need to do deals and treaties and make sure shit don't happen. Do you have ability to do that? All right. Where are we at? We going to trade BBL baddies. You know what's going to happen is we're going to be trading women. Do we be the biggest pimps? <laughs> Whatever land they gave back black folks, do women will be getting pimped like crazy. Black women. And my, if you don't know, that's what happened in Reconstruction. Um, And a lot of people who do stories about slaves coming out of Reconstruction being not educated and prepared to be self-sufficient and supporting, uh, they either went into sharecropping or selling black women um, as a means to get by. Human trafficking was one of the, yeah, human trafficking was one of the ways, unfortunately, the people in the South got by. And that extended into um, a lot of different things. But anyway. Uh, shout out to Harem King says, had to move to Lancaster for a job. And he says, I was in Japan enjoying everything. Now I'm out here dodging tumbleweed when I drive. By the way, is the West worth saving? Nope. But shout out to you in Lancaster. You went from Japan to Lancaster. Crazy. Somebody said that's a lie. You don't think you don't think you don't think um people were selling booty? You don't think so? <laughs> oh man. Dude, you're talking about dude, you, you this this guy literally thinks that no. There was no booty being sold after that. Boy, if you think that, bro, okay, listen, go ahead. <laughs> There was a guy said that's a lie. Man, please. Dude, every gener every every it's the oldest profession for a reason. Oldest profession for a reason. And it was already guys, it was already been done on the plantation unfortunately. Um, you know, there's horror stories about what black women and black men had to deal with as plantation slaves. It was already people don't realize what's going on here. Uh, blacks on plantations, the original slave, the original slaves in America here, well, the slaves of America, they had to deal with, and this doesn't get told, the sexual abuse and violation of the slaves, black men slaves, and black women, and, oh, children? Do you really want to open up that can of worms? The children that were on plantations, people forget? We were slave in our history. Slavery has already uh, um, the amount of time we've been free has not even equaled the amount of time that there was the peculiar inst institution called slavery. Like there was way more slavery in our country than it than it has been black Americans being free. With that being said, the amount of sexual abuse of children. The selling of slave, they sold the whole slave and he's going to tell me they don't sell Punani, right? <laughs> they sold the whole slave as a whole person. You're telling me there's none? There was no selling of peace leave? Jesus. Ninjas do not think, man. <laughs> like they literally bartered and sold them for 250 years. 
But you're going to tell me there was no selling a peace leave. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, brothers. Let's continue, bro. But I, I don't I, I don't like these low level thinking ass people here. That, that couldn't have been possible. They did everything on the up and up. Yeah, right. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's go. He says, calm down. Misunderstood. I'm here to teach. And sometimes I have to teach people that don't think third dimensionally. Sex is the biggest selling thing in the history of time. There's nothing that has sold outsold sex in the world. Unfortunately, there's not one commodity that has outsold sex in the history of humanity. Not one. Not even sugar, wheat, barley, corn, cotton, spices. <laughs> the only thing that nothing has outsold sex in this world. Mm. Nothing. Period. So it has always been on the table under every circumstances. Let's continue. <laughs> the Internet wouldn't exist without pornography and the selling of sex. There would be no Internet. Nobody would have been interested in it. Oh, I can look up baseball scores. But when they put naked women on there, the Internet went crazy. Same as your smartphone. What do you spend your smartphone doing looking at women? You look at women more than you looked at anything else on the internet. And you got a whole smartphone device <laughs> that can make you millions of dollars and your dumb ass watching Punani. I look at YouTubers, female YouTubers. They just standing there with their rack in the thumbnail. Millions of views. I'm over here putting together a whole show. I got 1,600 people in here me watching cumulatively. Nobody cares. <laughs> Come on, bro. Punani has always been on the table, but people don't want to talk about it. All right. So when, when you want to talk about it and be real, I can teach you and tell you what's going on. And I can tell you stories that people don't want to be told out here. This is why I'm shadow banned. Let's get to these super chats. Harem King, shout out to you and Lancaster. Earning that money. John Ellison, coach, I turned 46 year old. You turned 46 years old. Tomorrow and celebrating in San Juan. Appreciate you. And he says right here, he says for the next five days with a 25-year-old senorita, member of the junior college, of course, you got money out here. I got money. And he says, when I oh, you want to hear this right here. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy. I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. Shout out that. And there you go right there. She's leaving college with her degree. And guess what she's thinking about doing? Harem King says, for the gordita taco truck, I mean, he says, them girls eat. And they be packing on the way, too. John Ellison says, if Lana Rhodes could take all of her videos off the net and then was given the opportunity to resell it back to the net, you think she wouldn't? Oh, that's a good point. He says she just don't want that. She just don't like that the money is gone and she ain't making any money off of it anymore. And that's a fact. So if they took all of her Internet. Yeah, if they took all. OK, we'll take everything off the Internet and we'll give it to you. She have it right back on the Internet. So she don't like she don't like that. She can't make money off of it. Genetic freak says keep it up. Appreciate you. Dinero Tranquilo. Look at what happened to Haiti. He says, paid France billions not to reinvade. Yep. 
So uh, and Haiti's been in trouble. They've been, you know, unfortunately, they haven't been on board with the United States. And uh, Haiti had a great rebellion, uh, pushed France out, early slave rebellions, pushed France out. And um, they haven't been on board with the United States. If you check out what Hillary Clinton and them did to Haiti, it's disgraceful. And not only that, the, uh, when Haiti has a disaster, the United States help none. They give no help to Haiti. That's another piece of proof. They're kind of on the wrong side of the planet. Okay. Somebody said, mm. that's what you said. Thank you, Monstro Lab. Monstro Lab. They're kind of on the wrong side of the planet because their allegiance was to France. They have no real significant ally here on this side of the planet, the West. They're kind of up shit's creek. <laughs> okay. They're kind of up shit's creek. So they're never going to get any help and support from America. America's really just going to rape and pillage them. I mean, in a sense. And um, and then and then in order to keep France from coming back and taking them over, which they still overwhelmingly speak French, they got to keep them and, and pay them off to not come and invade them again. Mm. You don't just want to give get land. <laughs> you don't just want to get land. You got to have a whole plan before you get the land. And after you get the land, you got to make sure you have allies. And uh, somebody says Haiti had resources that the U.S. wants. I mean, everybody has resources. It's the name of the game. It's the trade. So instead of the United States, because everybody has a resource. But what the United States is doing is saying, we don't have to trade with you. We're just going to take it from you. Mm. And they cannot do anything about it. <laughs> so like, we're just going to take you and pimp slap you. Walk on out. No trade deal. No help. That's what happens when you just get land. So when you just get land and know you can't defend yourself, you're going to get treated dirty. And um, in my opinion, unfortunately, this is how the human, this is how humanity works. Humanity is not going to ever be a utopia. We're never going to have peace. We're never going to have peace. The reason why, because it's always that one person. It's always, it only takes that one person to say, fuck this shit. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to be fair. Um, I'm not a hope strategist. Like, we've done this where you were like, all right, we're going to be cool. And you're like, yes, we're going to be cool. Everybody going to be cool. And it's going to be take one person to not be cool. And he jumps in and he messes it up for everybody. Now everybody back at war. So it only takes one person to say, hey, I'm going to catch everybody slipping. So you're going to be over there make tilling your hoe. You're going to be over there tilling the land and turning over dirt. You're going to be over there. Everybody cool. And it's going to take one person to say, I want that. <laughs> right. And it's a wrap. Look at Napoleon. Look at Hister, the mustache guy. The reason why he needed to be stopped is because he was going to take over Western Europe. And he was on his way. <laughs> right. <clears throat> he was literally on his way. I mean, he was within minutes till seconds of taking over the entire Western Europe. I mean, he took over. He went that way to Poland. He went that way to Germany. And it, I'm sorry, to uh to France. And it was a wrap. If he would have kept going, which he would have, <laughs> and he bombed everything. He bombed, he was over there bombing uh um Malta. He was bombing everything, bro. He was tearing up everything. He was carrying, he was kicking up dust. And um 
yeah, he shouldn't have went to Russia. He went to Russia, and that was a mess up. Napoleon, too. So he went over there. He should have left that alone, but he didn't want to. And then he went over there. He was going to sweep up Spain, all of that shit. Mussolini was like, I'm good. Mussolini bowed down. Okay, Mussolini bowed down and said, I'm with you. And the only thing stopping them was the United, uh, the United Kingdom. Right? So the United Kingdom and Russia was the only thing. And by the way, all of this shit that we see today is pretty much the same thing. They just don't want people to go take up anyway. Yep, you bombed Northern Africa. Dude, they was doing a whole operation. If you would have if they would have if they would have gave it one year, he would have took all that shit over. And the United Kingdom would have been slightly above. You guys know how close uh Germany and the United Kingdom is. Parts of Germany. Like the United Kingdom was sitting up there, it's a small island. If he would have wiped Western Europe clean, which he was going to do, it would have been a wrap. Right? This is what they don't want Putin to do. <laughs> this is what they're doing. This is why NATO exists. So they don't have a mustache guy go run back and forth and do a clean sweep like everybody else has done a clean sweep. Napoleon tried to do the same thing. The mustache guy did the same thing. They don't want Putin to do the same thing. NATO exists for this very reason for that. This is just a basic. There's more to this. There's more to this and there's more details. I'm not going to talk about it. But this is what they're trying to prevent. All right. With that being said, it only takes one person. <laughs> right. It only takes one person to say, nope. And it's a wrap. Now you got to stop that one person and everybody got to get together. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So never think that it's going to be a utopia. Okay, if you think there's going to be a utopia, you're out of your mind. And I would always be, I would rather say, I'd rather arm myself and defend myself against an enemy and have allies and strategic alliances than to think, ah, oh, we'll be, we'll be, no, <laughs> right, no way. Because just wake up, guys. Just wake up. Where are we at here? Shout out to, uh, he says a mouse utopia, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Derek Joy says, um, we can ask the Caucasian farmers to farm the land. Then we can volunteer to work for them to learn. <laughs> All right. That's kind of how, okay. Oh no, that's disastrous. There's a lot of black farmers out here. They got rid of them too. If you think there ain't no common plan to deal with the, the blacks, man, they, they, they do, they'd be doing the blacks dirty here. In America, but uh, yeah, they got rid of them, made it difficult for them in the Caucasian. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting thing there. We can volunteer for work for them. That that That's actually a good plan. Uh, that would lead us to where we were in the 1800s. But anyway, <laughs> shout out to you. The infamous New York City says there's a video posted by a prepper, the U.S. military trying to take some farmers, uh, farmers' lands not too long ago. Farmers came out with guns and uh, pushed them back like 10 to 15 fully armed military. He says this was in the middle of the U.S. What year was that? Was that currently? Was that was that currently? Because I wouldn't surprise me Um, within the last couple of years, but you'll never hear about stories like that. Ninjas is really just looking at booty. But uh, yeah, man, uh, imminent domain is real. So people don't want it. People don't hear about that stuff. So you're in your major metropolis thinking everything's cool. 
but there's a really that that's really some stuff going on that you guys are insulated from 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 hearing. But you guys got to do your own due diligence. JC says booty was more important than food, drinking and water, drink water and drink food, drinking and water. What is it? Drinking. For real, you could have people you could have people strung out, hungry. If you put booty in front of them or a piece of chicken, what do you think they're going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they'd be like, you hungry, you starving, and you horny. You're, like, just sitting there. And they put a booty out there, and they put uh, a piece of chicken out. What do you think is going to happen? You guys would be, be hard-pressed as to what you wanted. You'd be like, I always tell you a story. <laughs> I always tell you a story about stolen land. And I'm telling you, a lot of this land was not stolen. It was willfully traded away by people who finessed the hell out of whoever had the land. Unfortunately, people might have been illiterate. Some people might have been in debt. Some people might have been desperate. People will never find out the real stories. But I know stories like this. And I know stories where people uh, pushed them away, threatened them and shit like that. There's all of that. But there were people that were in debt, and the debt is considered today to be very minor. They probably were in debt $5,000, which in those times, that would probably be a million dollars in today's dollars. They were in debt $5,000, and they put in front of them a big leg red bone, some chicken, or money, and they sold. Facts. One of your great, great grandpappy was in debt and they invited him over with some, with some bathtub brew and they got him drunk. They had a red bone upstairs. They cleaned his wallet off, took his papers and then scattered off with his land. And he said, hey, we'll get rid of all your debt. Guys, if you think this is not real, I'm going to show you how real this is. I'm going off today. I'm going to show you how real this is. You're doing this now. You do this right now. We're doing this right now. Like they literally like vote me in. We'll get rid of your debt. Reverse mortgage. Sign this paper. I didn't understand the loan. They're doing it to you right now. They're making you give up everything you own in your future earnings right now. And you're trading it right now for a little, sometimes a piece of ass. This is when you got child support, all of your future abilities to earn. Do women are giving up their kids to the state in order to keep them away from men? Divorce. Yep, divorce. These are all things we're doing to bust up what we own now. Your wife come in divorce, you got to split your house up. Man, people do this all the time and don't think it wasn't being done back then. The banker comes in. Ah, hey, how you doing? Carpetbagger, Yankee. Come in here. You know what? We'll help you flip this and we'll reverse this and that. Sign here. Signing your shit over to the bank.
Yo. New, 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 new world order. New, new, new. What did I tell you? What did I tell you, brothers? New, 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 new world order. Huh? What? New, 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 new world order. What? New, 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 new world order. What? New, 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 new world order. I'm letting y'all know. They don't want y'all to know. I'm messing new, 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 new world order. I'm messing it up. Let me, let me get, let me go back. Hey, hold up, hold up. Let me, let me go back. They had to remind me. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you going to do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Let me get back to the show. Let me get back to the show. All right, come on. I can do some shuffling. Okay, I'll get back to the Mickey Mouse shit. They gave me a warning. I'll get back to the Mickey Mouse shit. I'll get back to the ignorant shit. Here we go. We'll get back to the ignorant. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> All, right. All right, I wasn't tap dancing. Okay, get back to tap dancing. Get back to tap dancing. You want your shit? All right. Hyper Hypergamy. Hypergamy. All right, let's talk about hypergamy. Let's talk about these 304s. Let's talk about booty. All right, here we go. Know your place. New, 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 yeah. new, new world They order. said, whoops. Whoops. Get your ass back in there, ninja. New, 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 new world this order. uppity ninja think he going to tell these people this uppity ninja. New, new, <laughs> new, new, new world order. <laughs> All right, we back, man. Okay, okay. All right. All right. I was trying to tell the slaves, but. New, 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 new world order. We going to get back to let y'all be in slaves. <laughs> All right. I was saying too much. All right. They don't want me to talk about that shit. Let's get back to peace leave. All right. Here we go. They were like, you can talk about peace leave. Wow. If you don't know, man, if you think I was lying, that was your evidence, brothers. New, 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 new world order. All right. I'm going to have to keep Siggy over here. All right, I was telling y'all too, but I was trying to free y'all mind. Let's get back to these 304s here. Woman offers, it says right here, woman. It's supposed to say woman offers $5,000 reward to find her husband. All right, uh, <laughs> wake up. All right, wake up. What did they don't know? What did they, they don't want you to know? All right, here we go right here. Let's go ahead and share the screen. Let's share the screen right here. All right, wake up and just wait. <laughs> Oh, man. Single woman, 34, offers a $5,000 reward to anyone who can set her up with a husband. Here we go. I'm programmed now. I'm going to program and do my puppet show. Single woman, 34, offers a $5,000 reward to anyone who can set her up with the husband while sharing her criteria for her ideal man. All right, Eve Tilly, 34 years old, is offering a $5,000 referral bonus to anyone who can set her up. The California-based woman is looking for, to find her future husband. She posted a plea on TikTok requesting her followers play matchmaker. All right, let's get into it. It says right here she's revealed that she's offering $5,000 referral bonus to anyone who finds her a husband. And um, it says the 34-year-old sweetened the deal when she noted that if she ended up walking down the aisle with the man they introduced her to, she will be willing to pay them a whopping $5,000. Mm -hmm. 
I want to hear this list. The blonde beauty revealed her requirement for her husband to be as she promised that if her followers played matchmaker, they would be raking in the cash. And here's the woman right here. Take a look at this. Ay, ay, ay. I mean, is this what this is the woman? This dude, this, this, the woman, this is an average everyday woman right here. Jesus. I mean, she acting like she all that. All right. She's 32. Millie mouth muskrat long in the face, long in the tooth. This, the woman, this is desperation. All right. What? Oh, there she look, look at it. Is that a tattoo? Is that a tattoo? This, the woman right here. This, the sloppy yogurt. This, the, <laughs> this is out of control. She covering up that midsection too, that fupa print. I mean, I would hit, I would fold. I mean, I folded up plenty like this. I'm folding, but that's about it. I'm not wiping that up. I mean, I have probably a, in my past, I would have. I've done worse. It says right here, um, let's go here. I can get, oh, wait a minute. She's got even more to say in the viral video, uh, which she has amassed so far, nearly a half a million views. She revealed that she had previously made this deal with her friends and her boss, but would be ready to open it up to the general public. She said that, um, so the offer, if you introduce me to my husband and I marry, would be $5,000. I don't have to stay married for long. What? She doesn't have to stay married to him for long. I can get divorced from him. Um, let me see what he mean. In 20 years. So she can get divorced from him in 20 years. It doesn't matter. But if you introduce me to a man that I walk down the aisle to and get married, I'll give you $5,000. After people flooded the comment section, Eve then posted a follow-up revealing the requirements. Oh, boy. I don't know why this ad, what is this shit? All right, the requirements. She noted that she wanted her future husband to be between the ages of 27 and 40 like sports and be a good communicator. And um, okay, so sports between 27 and 40, be a good communicator, be at least six foot tall and have a good witty banner banter and have the ability to poke fun at her. The 34 year old also noted that she doesn't want the man she marries to be on any drugs. Okay. So y'all dope fiends are out. Adding that she has no preference on where they live or what their political or religious stances are. Eve and her best friend noted that she is doing um, that. She's open to doing long distance. If the man is okay, her best friend who she didn't name said that in order for someone to receive the money, their real name had to be on the marriage certificate. What? Okay. And so there's her requirement right here. Based on the past, based on my past, uh-oh, her past, her past, I'm looking for a good communicator, six foot tall, but she can be flexible for a true five foot ten, kind and empathetic, so I'm out on that one, I'm not kind or empathetic at all, charismatic and a chameleon-like, that would be me, athletic and sponta uh, spontaneous, that's somewhat me. I'm already too old for this, but that's for you ninjas right here. Wit, banter, and the ability to poke a little fun at me and life. Monogamous, I'm out. No hard drugs, no hard political 
or religious dances. So you, I thought she said she was open. But I guess she's saying no hard stances. So you can't be probably super conservative or liberal. She does have a dog. And uh, she looks like she's in the middle. I think they said Colorado. She's definitely on the western side of Colorado here. Uh, there she is right there. Uh, let's get a close-up of her right quick. Let's let's go ahead. Oh, wait. Y'all can't see it. Uh, here it is right there. Um, I do have a closer up, a better photo of her. That's not her best side. Uh, here's her best side right here. Let, let's see right there. Oh, there it is right there. Uh, yeah. That's that's about that's about right. And when she puts a shower to that hair, that hair gonna lay so flat on her head, and them ears gonna poke out. Is she gonna look like Master Splinter? All right, for sure. That's what they all look like. They get out the shower. They ears be poking out through their hair. And they got to comb their hair straight back. All right. uh, You know, this is a basic stock factory issued. I call it stock factory issue. She ain't bad. She ain't that good. She just a piece of. All right. She just a stock factory issue girl. What else they got to say? Oh, man. She said that her ideal man would have the same vibe as Chuck. Hold on for a second. Chuck who? This, this thing is in a way. As Chuck Bass from Gone Girl or Matthew McConaughey. All right, Chuck Bass from Gossip Girl and Matthew McConaughey. Of course, Matthew McConaughey. Lastly, Eve. Her name is Eve. That's a red flag. Mm. Said that the biggest requirement was that he was at least six foot because she's tall. She already out. So her biggest requirement on the list is the six foot tall. So she looking for Chatsky. Chatsky. So that's the number one thing. He got to be six feet. No negotiation. Speaking to the post, Eve uh, Eva said that she has yet to go on any dates after begging, begging guys, social media users to set her up with the man of her dreams. However, she is hopeful. Mm. Viewers flooded the comment section claiming that they were going to rush to set her up so that they could cash in on the reward. So there you go right there. You got scams going crazy. One person said, I'm about to introduce you to every man I can find. An, a woman said that. Another said, me sending this to everyone I know right now. Another one said, I've literally had this exact thought because I think it's a great idea. Mm. Also, this is a great idea. People are saying right there. Uh, let me find out how tall she is because this seems to be the conversation here. Uh, she says she's tall. In her mind, she says she's tall. Uh, somebody said she's five foot seven for a woman that is somewhat tall. Um, but again, I've been in, I've been around female athletes all my life. So five, seven is short to me. That's not considered tall, but to the normie women, you know, there's people that are five feet, five, one, five, two, and that would be above average height for a woman. So it is above average height for a woman, five, seven, but five, seven is not tall to me. Like 5'11", 5'10", 5'11", is, is tall to me for a woman. 5'10", is tall. 5'9", is not even tall. All right, she she might be taller than me, but that's not tall. I've, I've been around 6'4", women, right? I've been around women that are 6'5", pretty much my entire adult life. For me to recruit for basketball, a 5'7", girl is like, I don't, I don't even want to see her tape, <laughs> right? They're like, I got this player. How tall is she? Five, six. I'm like, man, I want to see that shit. Mm. I need five, nine players. I need some. So five, five, seven is not tall for me. I think that's above average. 
they don't have her height up here. But of course, she threw out Matthew McConaughey. I don't know who Chuck Bass is, but isn't this pathetic? Isn't this quite pathetic? Um, the model industry, the model industry, 510 is the standard. And I know people that have tried to get into modeling as a woman and they were 5'8 and 5'9 and they were getting rejected. All right. Now, the industry has changed quite a bit. But if we talk about the top model industry, 5'10 is the standard. If you're below 5'10, you ain't getting Nathan out here. All right. They will they will send your ass out. Okay, so that's what happens uh, in the modeling industry. But she's looking for the rare guy. She's looking for the Chad. She's looking for the guy that she cannot find in in any in any way, especially where she is in somewhere in Colorado. And she's willing to do this desperate activity to find a guy. This is what tells you, right? This is what tells you that there's desperation out here. And it's getting worse and worse. You're seeing a lot of women going through desperate measures to find love. And they still can't find it. And go ahead and ring the bell on her. Okay? Go ahead and ring the bell. She's 34 years old. Man. Crazy. Crazy. See what's going on out here. Let me get to the... Oh, we got we got the main event here. The wall is undefeated. Dating red flags. All right. Uh, we got a couple of videos that I'm going to play for you. Uh, this is a woman here. A sister. Sister. You've been on... Oh, my mind. She slid in here, too. Let's go ahead and show you. This sister has a new dating strategy. Are you ready for this, guys? This is crazy. Y'all ready for this? Listen to this sister's dating strategy. She says, and guys, every so years, a lot of the next generation of women have to go through this. She says geeks are gems. Oh, boy. Let's hear what she has to say. Tattoo on her titty already of a baby. Here we go. Here we go. I heard that the geeks is in, baby. The dudes that's watching anime in the house, they the ones that's in, okay? The geeks be the freaks. Like, y'all low-key slap on the dudes that's watching anime. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all worried about the guy with the Patty Philippe and the Rolly on his wrist, the Audemars, uh-uh, no, no, no. Give me the dude with the spinning Sonic watch. Anyway, he loyal. He's been playing D&D with the same guys since 2012. You know what I'm saying? He's been playing Zelda with the same guys since 2012, and he good with his hands. You know what I'm saying? He good with his fingers. He not collecting bitches. He collecting figurines. I'm a little haircut. Get him a little shape up. He cute. And he got stamina. That's how he run. You ain't got to worry about him being at the club all night. He going to be at Comic-Con. It's going to be real cute, but you got to watch them girls that be cosplaying, okay? He's going to go to work, get that bag, come home. Y'all going to watch One Piece. You don't know what's going on. They on the 17,000 episode. You don't know what's going on. He mad because it's a filler episode. You know what I'm saying? He mad, but you don't understand, you don't understand why he mad. But it's cool, though. He's going to go on the Harry Potter experience date, and he got you drinking out of a cauldron. You ain't never met nobody that got you drinking out of a cauldron, honey. Um, baby, step us into your anime and your weirdness. Because I know you like to do all this, but baby, step us into that, okay? <sighs> of course, one of the comments from a woman, catch me right at Comic-Con. Now, what is the problem with this? Anybody can tell me what the problem with this is, right? Anybody can tell me what the problem with it is. I mean, she's not wrong. What is the problem with her philosophy? 
Anybody know? He said we winning. Let me see here. Uh, pretending no. Let me see here. Oh, somebody said it. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Lord says it. After she had her fun. After she had her fun. It's it's now she figures it out. That's going to be Elaine. Unfortunately, you have the gamer girls that are already there. They're already girls that have already targeted the Sims, right? Um, and I don't know, man. Unless she likes dandruff on her shoulder, she's going to be, she's not going to be able to fake the funk. So let's take a look. Let's take a look. I'm going to turn the volume down. Let's take a look at her. This is her. I already see a tattoo all over. She's already been used up. So this is just a manipulative tactic. This is definitely the that's you girl right here. And that's you. Her intentions aren't pure. She's just trying to find a market of guys that she can capitalize on. And it's lame. It's actually lame. She doesn't have to. She's not going to be able to even get freaky and kiss these guys. Her disgust is going to be red on her face. I mean, red on her face. Okay. This is ridiculous, right? And so. Um, she's going to realize that there's competition already for these guys. I mean, not as much. I mean, these guys would love to touch on you, but she's going to need a couple of drinks. She's going to need to get high. She's going to need to smoke coca. She's going to need this guy to put out a lot of money before he, he even touches her. So she's doing it to target a demographic and the guys that, that she thinks are not being seen. Men do this too. Men do this too. So we'll go for the goofiest, geekiest, um, plainest Jane uh, girl out there. And we're like, oh, I bet you nobody would go after her because you think everybody's going to go for baddies. But in fact, a big, uh, uh, guys find a lot of security in going after plain Janes. And um, this is why guys that run game and do dating, they'll go after fat women in plain Janes. That's their target. Soon as they see a baddie, they shut the hell up. Soon as they see a baddie, they shut up. <laughs> right? Hey, I said we. I said we. This is what men do. Inherently, instinctually, we think if the woman's not paying attention and, and putting on the fake hair and the fake nails, and we think, oh, okay, she's just basic. We go after that because we think nobody else is going after that. Unfortunately, that's not true. It is actually the opposite. The women who don't get approached that much are the baddies and the attractive chicks. Like a highly attractive woman does not get approached as much as a basic or a fat woman. Fat women and basic chicks get approached because you don't mind the rejection. You're like, well, if she turns me down, whatever. You go for what? You go for aim low and hit as opposed to aim high and miss. She's just trying to use that strategy now. She's trying to use for the aim low and hit. And uh, saying that, you know, she was kind of went overboard with it. It's kind of quite disgusting. Uh, but anyway, that's a, that's a mating tactic that men use. And now she's trying to use that exact same mating tactic, right? Instead of going for the top 10% guy, she goes for the lower one so she can hit and get an easy layup. But what, what do we finally, what do we figure out? Those girls cheat too. Those girls are deceptive too. Those girls manipulate too. So you'll go for a girl like that. And then you'll find out, oh, damn, it didn't work, right? Mm. It didn't work. Um, women do this as well, and she'll use a tactic like this, and nothing pisses off a woman, right, when they do this. So what they'll do is they'll get Chad or Tyroned out, metaphorically. 
and then they'll give a get they'll give a guy a chance. Okay, he's not six foot, he's five ten. Okay, I'll give him a chance. Okay, he's not Chad, he's kind of a beta brand. Actually, gonna play a video about this uh maybe tomorrow. Okay, he's okay, he's a little bit nerdy and goofy and he collects action figures, but she kind of mentioned that in the movie. Now, what she's assuming is that guy doesn't get any play. So it's going to be an easy way she slides in. Now, what's going to happen is that guy is going to get some punani on the side. That guy's going to cheat. That guy's going to do the same thing that the other guys did to her. And it was the reason why she went down. And that guy is going to infuriate the shit out of her. He going to... Uh, he going to ghost her. He going to play her. He going to hit and quit. He going to pump and dump. He going to go on. And then she'll lose all hope. She'll lose all hope. She'll be pissed. She'll throw bricks through his window, slash her tire, because she gave him a chance. She's going to say, I had all these opportunities to cheat on you, and I didn't. What she's saying is, I went for you when I could have went for better. And I turned those better guys down to be with you. That's what she's going to say. And she's going to be pissed off that she got rejected and humiliated by a guy that she lowered her standards for. So watch out for that. Yep, she had her investment. She thought she could corner the market. She thought she could do the bare minimum. She thought, okay, I'm going to just train him and get him, get him, get him. And then he runs game on her. And then he gets over on her. Then he pumps and dumps and goes her. And she be mad, angrier than a wet hornet. She be mad at the world. They rarely get mad at Pookie and Chad. Rarely. They'll get mad and be like, oh, man. But you know who women get mad at? Ninjas that's below their standards. That do them dirty. <laughs> right there. For all I did for you. For all I sacrificed for you, I could have actually been out here dating millionaires. I usually date NFL players, but I dated you. And look at this. She'd be mad than a mother. She'd be mad as hell. So this is what happens to us when we aim low and hit. We get a Millie Mouth muskrat. We get an average chick. We get a fat chick. We get a cock, uh, cockeyed chick, a buck tooth, a knock knee chick, and we keep her over here. Ain't nobody going to run game on her, but everybody runs game on her. Everybody games her. Everybody trying to pick her up and get that easy layup. And then she going to give it up and you're going to be like, what? Mm. <laughs> yeah. So she trying to go after the nerds. But nerds ain't going to do nerd. Yeah, she trying to go after the nerds and the lames. It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work because women can't fake it that easily. He'll feel, and we're going to get to that in a minute. He'll feel it that she's actually disgusted by her. Her skin crawls when they're with each other. There was a video I was going to play tomorrow. Let me see if I can pull it up. Where this woman is um, talking about her beta husband. And she talks about her beta husband with absolute disdain and disgust. So they can't fake it. Let me look on this computer real quick. Uh, let's see here. Where is it at? Oh, shit, I just closed it. Did, did I? I think I did. Okay, here we go. Let me go back to my history because I just closed a tab that I didn't mean to close. What tab was that? Give me a second. I'm going to pull it up. It's the uh, it's a beta girl. 
I'm sorry, it's a woman talking about her beta male boyfriend and how she's annoyed with him. So let's see if I can pull it up here over here. Copy paste. And here it goes right there. So let me see if I can. This is a woman that has been chatted out. All right, here it goes right here. Oh, wait a minute. That's the wrong thing. That's the Millie Mouth. That's another muskrat. I don't want that. Stop sharing. I want another chick. I want the other browser. I'm not used to it yet. All right. Think he might miss me. So here it is. This is a woman. Um, going to talk about her beta boyfriend. Here we go. I was tripping. My husband calls me every hour. Uh, yeah, I let the dogs out. That's good, baby. Yeah, uh, Hadley peed and pooped. Oh, that's good, baby. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay, love you. Okay, bye, baby. FaceTimes again. Hey, I'm ordering dinner. That's good, baby. Every time. I just keep amping him. That's good, baby. Leave me alone, baby. I'm on so, a girl's trip. So there you go. So So she's on a girl's trip. She's on a girl's trip. She got the nerdy guy, the beta Brad. She's on a girl's trip. He's insecure, so he's bugging the shit out of her. FaceTime, FaceTime. And he's FaceTiming her about little shit. And she's saying, this is how I manipulate. That's good, baby. And so she says, this is how I manipulate him. But then leave me alone. You're annoying. This is how they treat guys that they feel less than. And then when you get her, you be like, oh, I'm, I got I got to And then boom. So she out here decided to share that with the Internet of how she deals with her goofy ass, lame, beta, nerd ass boyfriend. All right. Right there. Like a puppy. And she's like, I just manipulate him. That's good, baby. I'll play it again just so you can see it. Um, this is called manipulation. This is classic manipulation. Here we go. My husband calls me every hour. Uh, yeah, I let the dogs out. That's good, baby. Yeah, uh, Hadley peed and pooped. Oh, that's good, baby. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay, love you. Okay, bye, baby. FaceTimes again. Hey, I'm ordering dinner. That's good, baby. That's good, baby. Every time. Just keep amping him. Just keep amping him. I want you to pay attention. Just keep amping him. That's called manipulation. I just keep working him. Just keep massaging him. He probably has a good job. He probably has a, he made part. He's going to make partner at his law firm. And she just, I just keep amping him. Guys, women aren't complicated. Just know that they're manipulating you, right? This, we just have to know that they are in manipulation at all times. They're not sincere about anything they're doing. If they are sincere, and there's a woman listening to me. This is not true. Watch this. If you broke up with your, if your boyfriend broke up with you today, are you able to walk away? With nothing. If you broke up today with your husband, do you walk away with nothing? The problem is, the answer is no. Then you're going to go back and talk about all the things you he owes you. You owe me this and I need part of the house and I need, then you go start dicing up all the shit that he did. And I did this and I bought that. You were hustling him the entire time. You were leveraging him. You were using him. Now, all of a sudden you want your piece back and you want him to pay you back and repair you. You were loaning 
Everything you give a woman is a gift. Everything she gives you is a loan. You were loaning uh, yourself to him. You were loaning your body to him. You were loaning your time to him. You were loaning. He was, you were just loaning him all of this cooperation. And now that the time has ended, you're going to want your shit back. All right. I need to repair this. This is what you, this is just manipulation. Now it's fine. I'm just telling you what it is. This is a classic case. She's just manipulating the guy. Let me massage him. He pays all the bills. He lets me go on girls trips. He pays all the, I'm a stay at home mom. He's going to put five babies in me. We're going to have a nice house in Nashville. And I just, okay, baby. It's not sincere. And it's fine. We two can play this game. It's not sincere. That's good, baby. Leave me alone, baby. But what does she tell the internet? Leave me alone, baby. She tells him. She tells him. And take a look. Take a look at that. If she didn't have that blonde hair, that's what you'd be looking at right there. All right, blonde hair saves a woman like crazy because that's what you would be looking at if she she anyway with that Botox and them lip fillers and them uh them cheek injections. All right. But there you go. I mean, come on, man. It doesn't get any easier than this. Not my girl. Yes, your girl. I'm sorry to tell you, but girls, we can work this out. We can figure out what this cost is. We just ain't going to play manipulation games. We're going to put this thing right on the table, y'all. It's, it's pretty straightforward. All right, let me go to the next one here. This is a man, another Ezekiel, going to tell you. He's going to tell you. Should you marry for love? We got another one of these guys here. Um, you know, I know people have been talking about it a lot before me, but I've been talking about this quite a bit. Let's see what Ezekiel has to say. 60% of married people feel lonely in their marriages. Why? Because they married people they were in love with, but who did not match their life assignment. Then once they get into marriage, when all the butterflies and the romantic stage of marriage is over, they have nothing in common. Not everyone that comes into your life is supposed to be your spouse. That is true. You see, that's the problem with dating. And I, I was even texting someone this morning who was like, man, I like this woman. It's a, it's a guy. I like this woman. But it's a match. But you know what? I'm not proud physically of who this person is. I'm <laughs> Okay, so there you go. The guy said, I like her, but I'm not proud physically. So he aimed low and hit. The woman's fat. Continuing. Stay away. <laughs> All right, so um, the guy's saying don't marry for love. A lot of people are married and lonely. Uh, these are things I've been trying to highlight for years as a truth, and it is the truth. If you think marriage and relationships are going to be the solution to your loneliness, I have an honest, honest answer for you. You're not you highly likely aren't going to be curing your loneliness, especially if you approach relationships because you're lonely. You're going to find out that there's a lot of loneliness in relationships and marriages. Okay. Anybody that says opposite, you got to, you got to treat them as they're not telling you the God honest truth or they're not experienced. Uh, there's a lot of loneliness. And if you're dependent and you're codependent on this person being there for you for all, uh, for all time to cure your loneliness, you're going to find out that that person is incapable 
of physically being there. They just don't have the capacity. They got to go to work. They got their friends. They got church. They got hobbies. They got other things to do. And if a person gets into a relationship and the other person says, I want you to give up these things, then they got family. Then all of a sudden, you're going to realize you have a person that is, has an inability to be alone. And they're going to cause you to be miserable because they can't get other shit done. And other people can't, they can get shit done, but they can't do it without cheating. That's the other part that you have to watch out for. Last video is this woman right here. And this woman is going to say, man, you got to listen to this video. This woman's going to talk about red flags, dating red flags. So this is the main event here of the stream. And uh, this is the woman right here. Take a look. There's a guy who spent $500 on her for a date. This is why dating for a lot of people is messed up because these people are approaching dating the way she's going to approach it. So here we go. I went on a second date last night with a man who spent about $500 on the date. Um, but I woke up this morning thinking only about all the red flags that I saw throughout the course of the night. Here is what they are. The first one was the fact that when I told him that my middle name is my grandmother's first name and that perhaps um, when the inevitable time comes that she passes, I intended to get her name tattooed on top of my heart. He explained to me that uh, there was no sense putting bumper stickers on a Bentley. Okay, let's stop right here. Let's stop right here. All right, so the guy has a standard. You don't want to meet the standard. You want to rebel or you want to do what you want to do. Fine. But this guy had to find out after two dates in which the second date was $500. She's annoyed with it because this is what she wants to do and I'm all for it. You do it. But there is a trade-off to everything. That means everybody won't like it. And if he's putting up a significant amount of his future, his resources, right, his name, his whatever, he can decide if that's good for him or bad. But calling it a red flag, I call it a red flag that you have it. And you might say it's not a red flag. Well, that's you, okay? But he doesn't want and that. that's you. Now, unfortunately, guys have to go through dating doing this and then she's annoyed with him that's something that she can actually say well i won't do it if i want to be with you but she wants her independence let's go forward here when i asked him what he meant by this he it took a while but he finally revealed that he thinks that women having tattoos is masculine the second red flag that I all right can you guys see this i'm gonna make this larger here here we go so that's so women having tattoos is masculine that's a very common held opinion that is a very common held opinion. Now, if you don't want this, it is what it is. But why do guys have to go on dates to find this out? Unfortunately, dates for women are like fault-finding missions. Instead of finding a mate, they go out to find faults. And this is why they stay single, and this is why guys get to stay single. So she wants to go out and find fault. Meanwhile, you're paying money. You what? I could have took that five hundred dollars and got the woman that I wanted for the night. Okay, let's continue. Feel that he thinks that women having tattoos is masculine. The second red flag that I noticed was that he kept talking about people with substance abuse issues. I have a brother that passed away in twenty twenty from an opioid overdose, so I don't really do well with those kinds of jokes. That okay, so she must have went on a date with me. Apparently, she doesn't like 
people who look down on people with substance abuse issues. Well, I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. So because your brother died of an opioid, opioid, <laughs> an opioid overdose, which we're talking about fentanyl, fentanyl, you're with the square who doesn't party, do drinks or drugs, who looks down on people who probably are addicts, crackheads, dope fiends, and alcoholics, which is fair. That's a fair game. Now, it's a red flag to you because your, your brother is a dope fiend or got hooked on Appy. Listen, <laughs> your brother was an addict. He died. That sucks. Why are you holding that against him? Mm. Now, you want him to be you want him to be sensitive in in uh what do you call it? You want him to feel like a little empathy for you and her brother. He doesn't know your brother. He knows that he's straight edge. He knows that he doesn't do drugs. He probably looks down at people who do drugs. Hey man, you chose to do that shit. But because your brother is a dope fiend or was and he died because of his addiction, you're going to say he's a bad human being. Just say we don't match. I want you to be empathetic of dope fiends. All right. He doesn't want to be empathetic with dope fiends. It ain't his fault. Right. It ain't my fault that your brother died an addict. That's how I feel about it. I'm not supposed to feel, oh, well, poor. No. <laughs> Where are we going here? Where are we going here? But because your brother and your family has crackheads in their family, you want him to feel bad because we all got crackheads in our family. Let's keep it going here. That's not information that he knows because we're not really there yet. Um, but the fact that he kept discussing crackheads um, and what they do in the downtown core of Toronto was a huge red flag for me. Well, it's a red flag for you. Uh, you pissed off about that for you. But doesn't mean there's a bad human being. Okay, so next. And lastly, he kept talking about my perfect complexion. When I asked him to unpack this, he said, I guess I'm a little bit racist. And then went on to say that he just wasn't that into dark skinned women. Oh, my Lord. Again, a preference. When men talk about their preferences, women will unite together, unfortunately. So um, it is not a good idea. Like if let's say if you're a black guy and you say I like white women. If you say I like white women for their nice complexion and their skin and their ruddish skin and their uh, milk of magnesia, she'll get offended because women support each other. And then you'll say, well, what's wrong with black women? She'll say, what's wrong with black women? And if you go and say, well, I hate black women. All right. It's going to turn her off. Thus, what was an advantage to her? This is how women work. What was an advantage to her is now a disadvantage. Mm. She's going to turn that against you which was the reason why you selected her. I like caramel complexions. I like Puerto Ricans. I like women with curly hair. What's wrong with women with straight hair? Why don't you like women with straight hair? Why don't you like black women? Why don't you like women with weaves? I'm talking to you, ma'am. Why are you defending the people that I don't want to talk to? But in their world, they have to stay united and they have to keep this shit going, this confusion. So now it's a red flag that I prefer you. Why do you like tall men? Mm. What about all the short men? I got a brother that was short. 
I had a brother that was a midget and he's been discriminated against against women. But but the fact that you like tall men is actually feels bad. I, I feel bad for my brother who is a midget. How's that argument going to work out? If I told every woman about my midget brother who's discriminated against by women for being a midget, do you think <laughs> they're going to be, oh, well, I'm sorry. They don't give a shit. They're like, this is my preference. I like tall guys. Forget your midget ass brother. But they use that shit against you. Well, my brother and I had a granny that I wanted a tattoo and I wanted to do. Man, who gives a fuck? Who got into my caramel skin? And what about the black women? It's a turn off. They, they use everything against you. Making it difficult. All right, here we go. Making it difficult for no damn reason. Here we go. And then she wanted to unpack. I wanted to unpack. I asked him to unpack what my perfect complexion is. This is crazy. And lastly, he kept talking about my perfect complexion. When I asked him to unpack this, he said, I guess I'm a little bit racist and then went on to say that he just wasn't that into dark-skinned women. Now, given that this is only our second date, I'm not looking for much. As a matter of fact, I'm not looking for anything. But I do go into every single date with a very clear understanding of what works for me and what doesn't. Okay, what about him? Does he get the same thing here? First, first of all here, you said you're not looking for anything. But I just spent $500 to do what? What did I spend $500 to do? To get to know you, that you have a clear indication of what your standards are, but you don't appreciate his standards? He didn't say anything. He just don't like dope fiends. He don't like tattoos. And he don't like uh, women that aren't your skin complexion. <laughs> like, he have pretty simple standards, but you're over here grilling his ass because this is a fault-finding mission. And you're wasting his time. You admit it. You literally said you're wasting his time. Well, I ain't really looking. I'm not looking for much. Look. I'm not looking for anything. You sound like you got a list of a whole bunch of shit you're looking for. But now you just wasted my time and my money. I got $500 at the junior college. I'm going to get what I want. But I do go into every single date with a very clear understanding of what works for me and what doesn't. And so long as you have that as a reference point in the back of your head somewhere, they will reveal themselves to you. Every you revealed yourself to him. I mean, I'm trying to figure out why he can't have the same criteria for you. He laid it out. I don't like this. I like this. You're doing the same thing. But now you went on there to waste time thinking that you got options. You're going to hit some wall. I mean, come on, man. This is this is crazy. But he spent money for this shit themselves to you every single time all you have to do is listen so despite the fact that it began as a very wonderful date and he came and he brought me a dozen roses and five hundred dollars is a lot to spend on a second date the only thing i'm really left with is the impression that he is um a little pretentious a little elitist and a bit racist first of all you guys stop taking women out on dates you're wasting your time 
If you don't know them, they don't deserve dates. This is crazy. So now you've labeled the guy. You call them very pretentious, elitist, and racist. You know all of this from a dinner date that the guy went above and beyond the call of duty. My, a lot of women aren't getting dates like this. And now this entitlement, well, you know, he spent 500 bucks and brought me flowers and roses and candy. Why couldn't you figure this out beforehand? But guys, this is why I tell you, man, stop wasting date. The, the, uh, taking a woman on a date is not getting you anywhere especially when you go above and beyond. So he got what he deserved. What else she got? He seems to have a lack of empathy for people who have substance abuse issues. Who gives a F about people who got substance abuse issues? I don't understand why I'm supposed to care about that. <laughs> like mm. I've had family members that had plenty of substance abuse issues. I mean, it sucks, but I didn't put not one joint. I didn't put not one crack or opioid down their system. What is he supposed to do? Run a damn a volunteer foundation out here for crackheads? Why is that his problem? Who cares? You ain't got no empathy at all. The only reason you got empathy is because your brother died. You admitted that. The only reason you got empathy because it affected you negatively. Who gives a rat's hat? Man, these people are crazy. He got standards and she can't take it. <laughs> he seems to be assigning gender roles um, to the very archaic practice of tattoos. There we go. He says, be careful. He says, coach, we got feelings too. I'm trying to get y'all to stop smoking crack. Look at this face. You pay $500 to see this face right here. $500 to see this. Talk about pretentious. You look pretentious archaic ideas about what so gender roles dude this is what happens when you date woke people man yeah he dodged a bullet but this is why you don't date what about them gender roles yeah what about them yeah she a feminist too what about that five hundred dollars did you with your gender roles did you pay half of that five hundred nope did you pay half of that five hundred miss gender roles you let you sat there and let him pay the bill miss gender roles didn't she do that? She let them pay the bills. But archaic ideas of gender roles, oh, though, but you're traditional male, you'll pay. She didn't mention she paid. Let's continue. What else she got? And she didn't give up the punani. And just as he said, he, I, I, I don't know that he's a racist, but I can say with absolute certainty that he is colorist. Oh, my God. Another term. Another term that is useless. He has a preference. For a specific skin tone. Everybody has a preference for a certain skin tone. Some people like dark skinned women. Some people like red bone, light skinned yellow women. Some people like Asian complected yellow women. Some people like tan Latinas. Some people like white Blanco Latinas. Some people like caramel skin. Some people like white pale skin. What is the problem? It's okay for a person to like, like that is literally the whole point of your body is wrapped in your skin. Some people find that uh, sexually attractive and they want their mate to look like a, have a certain skin tone. That's not colorist. This is, this is insane. 
I just like a certain skin tone. So this is just a reminder, go on your dates, keep a very clear idea of the type of person that you like and what you want that character um, to show up as. And if it's anything short of of what you've got in your mind, then snippity-bippity-boop. Oh, Jesus, snippity-bippity-boop. Uh, I got a question, ma'am. He did that exact thing to you. He did the exact same to you. Unfortunately, he was out here trying to impress your ass. And he said, I don't like crackheads. I don't like tattoos. I don't like the other thing that he didn't like. Oh, I, I have a certain skin. That's exactly what he did. He set his standards, and you're out here shaming him. <laughs> you're out here shaming him. But a lot of people are wasting their time on the dating marketplace for this very reason. Unfortunately, you know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, women think that they're, they're, eventually they'll – They'll have to go out there and say, uh, anybody, anybody can find a man that I want because they are going to find fault in all the men that they're presented uh, to. That's sad. Absolutely a disgrace. Anyway. Shout out to uh, Super Chats here. Uh, Homer says, just made business cards in a fake book meta business page. I need to make a website next. He says, build building the business is slow but steady and always good progress. So keep it going, bro. Keep it going. I remember those days where I was making my business cards and designing it and all of that stuff. And uh, looking back, it seemed difficult. It seemed like it wasn't going to make your progress, but it will. So Lou, shout out to you. Bob says, did you ever get with a woman over six feet? Yes. All right. Yes. And so. Um, I've, I've had a lot of fantasies fulfilled. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you right now, uh, when you get to this age, when you fulfill a lot of fantasies, it is what it is. But yep, I've never had problems with, you know, my problems with women that would be uh, talking about my height would typically be with women who wouldn't date me at all, right? And so they would reject me simply off my height up, up front. What you don't understand is that's doing you a favor. It can be a blow. It can be seen more rejection, but I'm well past that now because I actually have other things that attract women, right? That some women will overlook the height because I have the other things. And that's where men need to get. If you without any leverage, if you were without any options, yeah, if you have something like that, if you have a fat nose, if you're too black, if you're too light, if you're too ugly, if you're too light-skinned, if you're too tippy-toed, if you're effeminate, if you're too short, if you're too bald, and you don't have anything else to back that up, yeah, then it can be painful. But I know, I'm like, well, most of the time it's their loss from the position that I'm in. I'm an elitist. So I look at them as like, shit, well, you just did me a favor, though. You did me a favor. So it doesn't bother me anymore, right? Shout out to uh, Jacob says, for the record, coach would never delete himself. <laughs> new, 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 new world order. Yeah. Yeah. So for young men, you know, young men, shout out to the young men out here. Young men typically have to deal with that because they have nothing else to back up. Like they want the woman to like them for them. And younger women tend to be able to do that as you get older. And as women get older, they don't like you for you. There has to be criteria. And the criteria can be insane like this previous woman, or it can be somewhat rational. Um, and if you're an older man that have that that can attract younger women, they'll have less criteria for you because you'll actually have naturally fulfilled many things that they want. They don't have to think about and ask about and they have to wonder. 
like they could just go in and know, okay, he he halfway there. But um, for younger men, you typically don't have anything, so you try to be charming. You try to have a mouthpiece. You don't have nothing to you don't have nothing to go on. Nothing, zero. So you'll try to be uh, charismatic, and you'll try to be all of these things. Well, if you have things, you could just walk outside. If nobody looks at you and nobody's interested, it is what it is. It ain't like you're lacking. Shout out to my man, Kawan says, got me sniggling at my job. He says, school these ninjas. Ninjas need to be going to school. Shout out to Christopher A says, Amazon and Tesla were dreams that became reality. I'm just saying, and men don't dream. Shout out to Jones G. I'm still sniggling from that last red flag episode. Shout out to you. Oh, my goodness. And Kawan says, free agent lifestyle for life. Keep up the dope content, yo. Appreciate you. And shout out to Dave. Okay. All right. We're going to go over to PayPal and Super Chats to see. I think I got all the Super Chats. Uh, Of the taller women I've dated, oddly enough, one of the tallest women I've ever dated, she didn't have any problem with my height. It It was weird. I find that the women that might have problems with height are usually barely tall. Like a woman that's five seven, five eight, five nine. Those tend to be the most picky. Some women that are six feet do have a problem, you know, but um that would be expected. And then uh women that are short, it's kind of weird. And they'd be like, Well, and you're like, <laughs> all right. But trust me, if you get a little money or you get you get you get a nice car, I mean, some of these things can be covered up really quickly. Kaylin says, I think it's safe to say that women today are sex only. He says, this isn't completely a bad thing for men since women aren't waiting till marriage to give it up. Outside of the 15 minutes to the hour, you as a man are smashing them. Can you really trust them long term? The answer is nope. He says, they're not loyal. They're uh, disrespectful and they'll take you for granted and your commitment for granted. Pay for play, bump and dump is the new way of life for women. Uh, Women could change that up real quick. They could close their legs. They could close their necks. Yeah. Like a uh, lifestyle lifestyle for a guy lifestyle is a big one. So it's not necessarily money. Now, um, somebody said uh, the BBC. Yeah. I mean, if you know how to deliver some pipe, they'll get, they'll get over that real quick. But if you have a certain lifestyle that they're aware of that they know could be financially, it took finances to get that. They will give up. They will look past a lot of shit. They will look past a lot of shit. So I have the free agent lifestyle. So anybody can go on my social media or they can kind of see how I live or they can ask me some things or they can see pictures of my house or they can see how I live. And they'll be like, okay, he got something going on. And yeah, owning a home. Dude, owning a home puts you right up the ladder for a lot of women. Oh, here's my house and I bought this and I did this. I put this in the backyard. That's a conversation. That's a big one for women. Uh, but um, I was another point I was going to make with that is women know what cost of things are. So if you say, yeah, I just got back from Italy. That's a conversation. <laughs> okay. Or I went to these restaurants. I just ate here last time. Or you take them to a restaurant and they know um, social proof. So they know you. The hostess know you. Do you come here often? Yeah, I come here. Dude, that literally jumps you. That jumps you up, but that's a that's a that's a that's them gonna be attracted to your lifestyle, not you. They're attracted to what you have and provide and have reach and access to. So don't put your ego in that. 
Don't put your ego on that. And ninjas that don't want to do any of that. Nah, man, I just use my mouthpiece and all that. Well, you know, I mean, lifestyle goes a long way. And women pay attention to those things. All right. And when you know the, oh, another part of that is when you have this, you tend to be more confident about it. So the confidence argument is not false confidence. You can walk with pride and, and look like you've been here before. Right. Um, somebody said, what do I think about the Jonah Hill situation? Go to my other channel. I talked about it. Talked about it like twice already. And he's already got another situation I'm going to talk about tomorrow. Okay. Already talked about it. But when you're con like, for instance, uh, I, I pull up at the, at the, um, the valet parking, the valet person says, Hey, Hey, good to see you again, dude. That goes a long way. I don't think you guys know that goes a super long way. Or you pull up and you tip the valet and they say, hey, you want me to park you up top? Shit like that, they melt over. That shit go crazy, bro. I mean, they're paying attention to little shit like that. That little confidence, that little bit of. And so for them, whatever they said their standards were, they'll, they'll, they'll give up a little bit. They'll be like, well, okay. Maryland guy says, I don't know why guys get real insecure or jealous if they have an attractive girlfriend, just the fact that they got an attractive woman shows that they can always get another one. Yeah, that's a big one. But young men tend to be insecure when they get an attractive woman. So they'll kind of may guard her and they'll be unsure of her and they'll know she's getting picked and and uh, other dudes are trying to choose on her. So, yeah, it could be a little bit more. It's a lot of insecurity related to that. Uh, let's see here. Give me one second here. I got, uh, I think somebody popped up and messed up my order here. Somebody says, go where everybody knows your name. That's a big one. That's a big one. But look, these are all things that just come with life. Just start living your life. I, I This is why it's the free agent lifestyle. So I don't want guys to like do this so I can get women. Like that would be an approach. That would be manipulation. Don't do these things. The things I just identified. Don't do those things just to get women. The reason why you're going to do them is because you want to do them. The reason why you want to do them because you enjoy them. The reason why you're going to do them is because you want it. I want the car. I want to go to these trips. I want to live this life. And then as a result, she going to follow. It's going to be coming around. It's going to come along with the territory. Okay? Just live your life. And women are, it, it depends, but women are a byproduct of that. But don't just do this shit and be like, I'm going to get up and, and level up for women. So for me, if the woman wants to come along with it, fine. If she don't, fine. But when you do things in life just for women, you will find yourself without women and women jerking you around, manipulating you, and then making you live false. Anyway, free agent to the casket drop. So if you want to learn Spanish, learn Spanish. Don't learn Spanish to pick up Mexican women, right? Learn Spanish because you want to learn Spanish. Shout out to David Blanchard, says Coach Selling Peace Leave. Coach Selling Peace Leave is indeed the oldest occupation. The reason we call white men honkies is because they pulled up to the black brothels and would honk their horns, and the ladies would come to the car. Wow. Keep putting out the good knowledge, Coach. I did not know that. But that is an interesting uh, definition there. So, yes, black brothels uh, in, the, in the South and stuff like that. 
Ninjas, y'all got some closed minds if you don't think that shit was going on. Shout out to you for that one. Love it. <laughs> he said, never honk the horn. Van says, remember, I told you to start looking into branching off to doing Manosphere content and building a YouTube business. I would advise that you think about going into it next year. All you need is AI, safe, AdSense, and partner with your son, and you'll be good, by the way. Yeah, man, I'm kind of making this plan going into 2024. As you guys know, I plan well in advance. So you guys see me doing things like rebranding, going off to another platform, going to kick, starting up on Twitch. Uh, yeah, Twitch. You guys see me doing that, making these do, making these things, getting prepared. Because at this point of my career, it's time to kind of like open up, take it, take it to, take it to another level, and go all in. But he says, I hear, look at the Twitch star who makes two million dollars a month sleeping to show ninjas. Men and women aren't the same. So there's he's sleep streaming. Yeah, sleep streaming. Um, my guy who lives out here, he's a videographer. We're talking about doing documentary, actually going in and doing more content for, for Instagram. I actually stopped doing Instagram the way I was doing it to try to add more value instead of keep doing the same type of thing over and over again. So we're actually, there's a lot of things going into 2024. Already thinking about it. Yeah, I did Twitch game streaming. So I'm I'm kind of branching out to a lot of things. Keep me anonymous between, oh wait, Mr. Bidemile, wait a minute. Uh, do you want me to read this one? He says, keep me anonymous between you and I. He says, uh, been in my eight-year relationship this past January after I bought my house in Apple Valley. She moved back in with her mom and dad with my daughter in Los Angeles. I cheated on her four years ago. But um, I maybe shouldn't have said your name. But he says, uh, and uh, but I told her about it. She left me for a month. And two months after I bought the house, but came back when I started dating a 23-year-old, sex has never been an issue between us. All right, shout out to you. All right, I don't know where you shout out to you right there on that one. Uh, but that's kind of how relationships go. Somebody's trying to send super chats and they're blocking you. I don't know what's going on there. Neil Armstrong says, I know someone that made good money and is now retired with a pension of $67,000 but the nursing home costs $80,000. Get your bag up, man. This is not a joke. And uh, whatever money you think you need to retire, five exit, at least 10 exit. That's what should be your plan out here. It is not a game. All right. Shout out to Loud Pockets. Says, Coachy, sorry, I'm tardy, sneaking into the back pews. Hit me with that church organ. I'll hit you with that. I ain't got no church organ. I don't got no church organ. Appreciate you for being here. And uh, I think I'm almost caught up. I think I got like one or two more. Let me see if I can get you. Shout out to, we call you Jacob says, uh, going down to Tijuana, Tijuana tonight for the $30 gordita. If you know, you know. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to Tijuana. All right. And shout out to the donkey shows out there. My brother going to have good fun. Do not get arrested down there, brother. Stay safe. All right, we got our man. Okay, I got him already. Let me check Super Chats. I guess people are trying to send Super Chats. You getting blocked. All right, I don't know what's happening. Maybe you got blocked out here. I don't know what you did. He trying to send the Super Chats. Shout out to Anthony. Says, appreciate your work over on the PayPal. All right, I got to get over to Dr. Thunder. Says, listening while on the father-son road trip. Shout out to you. 
And uh, I did catch your stream about the junior college. Shout out to you. Appreciate that, brother. And what it what it was worth. Chris says, what's up, coach? Did Hafiz's wife, uh, Nate, and snatch him? I don't know what that is. I would say, did, did he snatch him? Switch him? Switch him? Oh, you meant bait and switch. It says Nate. All right, did Hafiz's wife bait and switch him? Not yet. All right, not yet. Chris says, what's up? Oh, I already got Chris. Shout out to Vincent says, coach, you got me cracking up throughout the day. All right, we here to read. We here to get y'all brothers some entertainment out here and the best entertainment here on YouTube. Let me check Venmo. And then we gonna slide up out of here and get ready for Wednesday, which is the blue chip mindset. Okay, we got uh no, oh, we do have Venmos. Okay, all right, okay. I missed all of you brothers here. Derek says, my head is hanging low thinking about how much time I spent watching Peace Leave on my sticky smartwatch or smartphone <laughs> smartwatch. I make up words. So, yes, he says, Peace Leave runs everything. If I told you that you were going to die tonight and had a choice between going to church or a brothel, what would it be? I'm going out with a bang. Y'all pray for me. Macaroni Tony says, as a longstanding member of the educated, boring, lame anime bros, he says, I hereby reject the proposal of that straggle on behalf of the brethren in the delegation Sayonara. And he says, man, I can't believe they throttled your stream like that. Shaking my head. Here's a donation to the five, uh, five, five, six NATO coalition to a and the free agent lifestyle. Shout out to the five, five, six shooters in the building. And no government name SD says, I'm tired of hearing about red flags. They want to be, they want men to be perfect. I know a single mom with two baby dads always talking about red flags. He says, why don't they split the check when they recognize the red flags? So instead of talking about his gender roles and all this shit, how about they say, okay, man, you know what? I don't want anything from you. Thank you very much. Let's split the bill. Of course, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. It shows you that they're not intended. Uh, they're not ha uh, having it with you. Kayla says, I don't have empathy for 304 single moms, career women, alcoholic women, and spoiled girls. Women don't have empathy for men, so why should I have empathy for them? Thank you for that. And that is going to be it for today's show. Do me a favor, hit the like button on the way out. And we out of here, brothers. Enjoy Kaylee and your Mastodon out there. Your Mastodons. Peace.